but all we usually do is just kind of like... Evil Squid Ooh. Comics Podcast, episode 37. 37? Yes. I feel, like, I feel like there's been a 37 before, right? We started <laughs> on 2.0. Evil Squid Comics Podcast 2.0. So this is like, what is it, volume 2, episode 37? Yeah, it's yes. like volume 2. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what I number we got to you, on volume one. I think that's one. how you originally started. You like how yeah. we did that? I mean, you we know, did It's like kind of a little meta. No, I don't remember what we oh, got Oh, you to. made it to like 150, didn't you, or something? Oh, longer than that. Uh, I think we hit 200. Did you hit 200? I okay. thought so. I mean, we did it every week for like almost five years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah that's like 200 going on like 600. That'd be like 250, yeah. I don't know if we quite made 250 because we missed a few. I don't know. Anyway, tonight we have Matt with us, who hasn't been with us for a while, and he's in here in person. It's been too long. Yes. It has been too long. And I can't say I have, like, a whole bunch of comics to, like, share. Like, I'm going to, yeah. oh, I got two years worth of shit. Nope. <laughs> nope. You know, I got, like, three books. That's all right. Yeah. Yes, but at least you're familiar with a lot of the three what books. has been read, so you can I can't wait. probably say right? something. I'm here to just interrogate Don during right. his. Uh, oh, no, you don't do that. Yeah. It just funny. distracts him and it takes twice That's as long. right. That's yeah. what I do. <laughs> it's not healthy. It's, it's bad. It's fun. For a while. For this, us. This stack is only two stories. Only two stories. Two arcs? Two limited series. Okay. Oh, gotcha. So, kind of. Well, he was saying that he was reading Secret Empire because I was talking to him Saturday night. And I'm like, oh, I should read that on the app. And he's like, yeah, you should. And then he texted me last night. He's like, did you start reading it? I'm like, no. I was like... Holy crap, it's like 10 issues and it's like a zero issue and they're all like oversized. Yeah, it's a zero I'm not plus getting 10 minutes. issues plus there's a Omega afterwards. Oh, Jesus. And then there were like a million tie-ins. But you don't have to read the tie-ins. I just bought the series. Just make it big. Right. Who can follow all that crap? You and then like two other people. I don't even know if Don can. Don can't follow it. So, by the way though, we do have Don on. We have Matt. Drew. Oh, Drew. Yeah, we yeah, had sidetracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Been, oh, yeah. But, yeah. Well, our, our listeners know all of us. I'm I mean, sure they're probably excited about it. That's right. <laughs> and I basically contributed everything I think I can. No, no, no. No, because no, we're going to do news. So, Come on, did you anybody see the early Aquaman reviews? Yes. Yeah, well, wait, Are the first good? wave or the first and then the second wave? There was, there's know. been two waves of reviews. Oh, has it come out? Them, uh, uh, next, well, actually, they've got like a prime showing or something this Saturday. It's already big in China. Yeah. But then they've got, but the actual opening is the 21st, if I remember right. Yeah, I mean, just, right. I, I always say the wrong thing, but if if the movie Aquaman is anything like Jason Momoa's performance on Saturday Night Live, it'll be great. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, the it's like, it's, it's a very I, contrasting but point I don't, of when view. When I here. checked it at like 3 o'clock, Saturday Night Live. I don't think it was Momoa that ruined it. It was just a terrible. That's true. Well, Saturday Night Live in general is bad. Hold on. They've been okay. No. This. Yeah, it's they've been, been okay. Let's they've be. Let's be okay. fair. Has Momoa ever really been a good actor no. in anything? No. no. He kind of does his thing. Yeah. That's very and, true. And yes. they they catered the show around what he his can do. Thing. Right. Which. But like, like don't expect him to go on Saturday Night Live and have some sort of dynamic range. Well, no, no, no. No, I don't. If it's Saturday but, Night Live starring with every skit and it's the skit with Jason Momoa, I think he'll do great. If it's the skit with somebody he's supposed to be that isn't him, I think, you know. The thing that, that I, I found odd was they drugged back Drogo and they did... Uh, oh, Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones? They did a Game of Thrones. It was almost like a... Like a, the dead people from Game of Thrones come on and Well, talk that's show. what he's kind of known for before Well, I know, Aquaman. but it's been Very gone true. so long. Wasn't he on the when, second 
Baywatch series. Oh yeah, I think he was. Oh my gosh, oh, wasn't really? he? He didn't last very long in Game of Thrones. No, No, just like the first season. season. Yeah, because he died pretty quick. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, I think he rapes a little bit, and then he's died. He's dead. Or read the book 20 years ago. Correct. But anyway, it was at like 4 o'clock, it was like at 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, oh, that's not too bad. And then I'm actually reading the reviews. And even the positive reviews were like, you know, it's not great, but... (laughs) It's like, well, is it really positive? But yeah, even the positive reviews were like middling. You know what I mean? Well, the first wave of embargoed reviews were actually pretty positive. Well, they always are. It's fun. It's it's got great energy. It's like, it's got the positivity of Wonder Woman and the action of Superman, but it doesn't have all the dour depression. And it was like, oh, okay, maybe this is going to be good. And then the next wave came out and it was like, well, (laughs) Momoa was fun. (laughs) And, you know, so it had that going for it. <laughs> They've been, like, really tempered, I think, in Wave 2. Probably huh. so. Even, like, it the comic book review me. sites are, like, not even speaking very highly of it, from what I could tell. Well, okay, but here's I the thing. I think so. Suicide Squad was not critically... There was not a lot of positivity critically. No. However... Yeah, deservedly so. <laughs> I fucking thought that was a fun movie. Oh, that movie's uh. horrible. The the movie is there. I think the, I fell asleep. The, the thing with that movie is there's two things. Will Smith is really good. Will Smith and, and well, Will Margot Smith is Robbie is good. really good. Margot Robbie crushes it. Exactly right. Yeah. Anything in which those two are in it and messing around is really good. But even after Except like an hour of them, it's the same. That's jokes. exactly right. It's the same thing. The Joker is just like this pause in it. It's not that Jared Leto or whatever is that bad in it. It's just that the Joker did not need to be in that film to make yeah. these weird skits in the middle of the damn film and it was a terrible version of the joker well and then the action oh, just felt sameish it was like two I, hours of them fighting of generic didn't like gang joker gangster and going bling through that joker. damn city it was like they didn't know where the hell they were going and then all of a sudden it was like oh shit we better throw something in here while they're walking around the city uh we'll throw in this bunch of people that I kill or something like this and then they and had to go with like the magic and oh, yeah. so formulaic i oh guess diablo was pretty good too he, he had I good was fun but I mean, honestly, with DC, my expectations are so well, yeah. low. That is probably true. That all they have to do is put something out there for an hour and 45 minutes. And perhaps and my expectations okay were a little higher on that. I think that movie was only like an hour and 21 minutes. But it was one of the here's, better here's points the thing, along the trailer. It was, it was still actually a much better movie than Batman vs. Superman, well, in my sure. opinion. That's... That, that movie set the bar so low that when I got out of Suicide Squad, I was kind of like the reviews of Aquaman. Hey, it was fun, but not a great movie. But yeah, I enjoyed it from a popcorn flick type of thing. Well, okay, let me play the weird optimist here, um, no. which is a strange position for me. Um, <laughs> have you gone back and watched Batman vs. Superman recently? I haven't. And have you watched the extended, extended cut? Everybody keeps telling me I need to, but, but God, it was such a struggle to get through the first time. <laughs> I, okay. that, uh, I walked out of there on the first movie. We went and saw it, of course, opening night and all the whole thing we always do. And then I came out and I was like, wow, and honestly, I think for me, like, I was kind of, it was just, so part of it is like with DC, I just sort of suspend any kind of critical yeah. analysis because I know they're going to fucking suck. So I go in there and I'm like, look, if they just can put together a reasonably coherent movie, I'm good. But the whole Martha thing. Yeah. That to me drove it Martha? off the cliff. Yeah. And every, My name's Martha. You and everybody My else. Yeah. Martha too. But like, even if the rest of the movie could have been redeemed, that one know. thing really I just utterly destroyed freaking, it for me. Uh, what, uh... 
Zod as Doomsday or whatever the hell that thing is too. Was it Zod or something? It's like DNA. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Some more DNA type thing, but still, it was. Uh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, if you, I, go, I went back and I watched it after being a total hater for a long time, and I watched the. And you watched the extended, and I was like, okay, this wasn't nearly as bad as I remember. Like, <laughs> I came out of it feeling like, okay, I. I could watch this again if it was like I'm on a, I'm on a plane. I may have to give that one another shot. I just keep dreading it every time I look at it. And somewhere I go, for four hours. Yeah, I've got nothing else to do. I'm flying overseas. I've done all my work. I got four and there a half more hours to kill. My my iPad's dead. Yeah, I'll watch the Batman versus <laughs> Superman. Nice. It's better than Justice League. Yeah, Is see, it? I kind of like Justice. I didn't League, mind Justice League because it was just simple. You know, like, wait, okay, hold on, hold on. You didn't mind Justice League, but Suicide Squad didn't work for you? Correct. That's right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, kind of right there with uh, you. I mean, Justice League, I had so low expectations. I'm like, I mean, it was kind of fun. I just kind of approached it like. That's the right point. I remember Suicide oh, yeah. Squad. Somehow, Suicide Because somehow, it was. Kind well, of and I've seen Suicide Squad twice, maybe three times, um, and I've only seen Justice League once. So, yeah. One time too many, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think, though, of the, you know, this Marvel DC type thing? What did you think of the second trailer for Miss Marvel? It didn't wow me as much as the first one. I would agree with that, absolutely. It's like it almost made me less enthusiastic, which is weird. Wow. Usually the more they I show know. you, the more excited you It made me yeah. more enthusiastic. Really? That's interesting. I was now, hyped I still, think it, I still think it will be good, but it did first temper one. my expectations just a little bit after seeing the second one. The first trailer was really good. Oh, the first trailer was fantastic. Yeah. It was just kick-ass. second one just didn't seem like it came together as well. or It, yeah, it didn't well, show you the right thing. It made it seem like she was a bit more boring, I think, than the, yeah. the first yeah. one. Exactly. I'm worried about that with that actress. Brie Larson? I, I think she's a great actress. Yeah. I would agree. But I think in this particular part, I could see her coming in a little flat. Mm. Well, the whole movie looks a little flat. Like, it doesn't look like it's quite as peppy or... Not enough humor, maybe, or it takes Could be. a little That's too a little too uh, serious, maybe. I don't know. Dude, who cares? Scrolls, right? Yes, I know. I mean, oh, that was cool when she's like beating up that old lady on, uh-huh. the, on the bus. Yes. That oh, was that was cool. a big plus for me. Yeah, that, that was like, that's probably old the best part. And scrolls, <laughs> yeah. getting the scrolls. Oh wait, that into was the, the same thing, wasn't it? Yeah, okay. Okay. getting that into the Marvel universe. Yeah, totally. Because Marvel was missing up the whole messing the whole beat old people thing. Of course, it's a huge missing component. That's right. I mean, and then DC how has the, it. How about the other one? Uh, in game. Well, they didn't show anything. It was cool though. They did I not show it. you they much. Didn't show anything. I thought oh. it was kind of lame. Well, well honestly, if that's teaser. the only trailer I see leading up to it, I'll be happy. Call right. it, yeah, yeah, call it a teaser and that's then right. leave it alone. That's yeah. right. But don't call it a trailer because uh, well, that's that's it's true. Not much it's not really telling you much. Yeah, that's right. In fact, everything that it probably showed you is probably what we'll see in the first thirty minutes of the film. In fact, so I read. You know, I go on like a couple different websites, and I was reading people talking about, "Oh, we're gonna do the scene by scene breakdown," and I'm like. Dude, it's a fucking teaser. What are you going <laughs> to break down? breaking down? And they mention, like, oh, we see all the originals, Bruce Banner. I'm like, Bruce Banner was in it? I had to go back and, like, rewatch it. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I, was I like, totally Pause. missed it. Oh, there he is. Like, I, that, I was, like, screen, like, image by image trying to find him in that. Uh, yeah. That was a teaser. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But they at least gave you a name. Well, then, I know what the, it's called. Yeah. 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 But that was it. You get the end game. Okay. But, so you come out of Infinity War. Everybody's dead. Sour note. The bad guy wins. First time in comic book movie history. It's kind of a big deal. And then they come out with the first trailer for the follow-up. 
Still sour. I'm like, this is kind of oh, cool. Yeah. They're going to really stay committed to this. And then right at the very end, you know, Ant-Man comes in. Really? And then you're like, how did he get out? Yeah, exactly. How did he get out? Really? Like, I was. Oh, I was yeah. like, how did he get out? How did he get out of that quantum realm? How did he survive the first time? I mean... Well, everybody that was but everybody else said, Yeah. I know. But he's... He's, he's Ant-Man. Ant-Man. He found a way. He so found a way. okay, so Ant-Man. he seems to be the only guy that can like navigate the quantum realm. So he figured he just kind of walked right back out. So Ant Man can find his way out of a quantum realm on his own, but Tony Stark is stuck in a spaceship and he's dying and he can't figure out a way out. Well, if he's out of power, what is he gonna do? I don't know. He's a fucking genius. I know. He figures. <laughs> should be able to like pop out an eyeball and mix it with some jizz and an old battery and like suddenly. <laughs> He's going like you know light speed through space. <laughs> right. Like, really? Very true. <laughs> really. Well, he just got off. I mean, he's, he's flying around and he took off from the planet Titan. Didn't so he was he the only one left at the end? Because uh, Nebula, wasn't she? Yeah, they Where the hell she at? Yeah, it was Nebula. Isn't well. Nebula? So Strange died. And yeah, Strange is gone, and gone. all the guardians that were there. Are gone. Peter Parker died for like 20 years. Yeah. I remember Peter Parker. That was a big scene. Yeah, it was the big one. Yeah. Just die already. Seriously. They like cut to another planet, cut back, he's still dying. I don't he's like he's like is like the death scene from Deadpool 2. Oh god. <laughs> talk about scenes that took forever. That one. Oh, was talk about Deadpool 2. Who's I know I released this. Uh, I can't forever. wait for that. That looks so great. Here again though, the reviews on that one have been rather tempered though, I think as oh, well. Have there been reviews? Yeah, some one of the guys at work was telling me. I haven't read myself and he was saying yeah the early reviews are in and that it's maybe not as as good as what I don't expect. Well, it's the same movie right it's it basically it's is the same, same one they've cut out some of the gore things of this nature they didn't even so how uh, could it be worse you know i think the language has been tamed down but it's not it's like That's it's actually it's stuff well, yeah. cut out you know type things and other things that, things that are that are added back in but i guess things that are added were actually in the extended cut anyway yeah, but with the exception they put of put in, in the extended version were horrible stuff that they can't be in a PG thirteen. That's right. Really, I don't know. Yeah. So. No, I think. So I don't know. I don't know. I won't speculate. I, I I'll go just because of Fred Savage burning Deadpool <laughs> in the trailer. That was hilarious. <laughs> I wasn't. Could expecting. be, but they were saying some of that too. Was that Bill Hooks there, watching? There really I, wasn't as much of that as what they uh, maybe wanted. Was the uh, interaction between Deadpool and Fred Savage? I don't know. Well, thank God we talked about movies, because otherwise I would have been sitting here drooling on myself. Right? No, you could have been reading the screen. You guys don't like, you know, watch the CW crap, do you? I do not. Um, I used to. I'm way behind. I might get to it. I feel like... I think I want to watch Flash with my son, though. I feel like if you have body hair, you're probably too old. <laughs> I'd like to watch uh, Gotham. But is that CW or is no, that it's uh, Fox? Fox? That's okay. Fox. We watch... Um, I tried, to be clear. I'm not just being right. a blind hater. I've watched, watched uh, Flash off and on, but I mean, it's a little bit more lighthearted, I think, of, yeah. uh, as those ones go. The only one we me, we watch is the... Uh, uh, Supergirl. No, the time travel. Oh, yeah, the uh, Tomorrow World. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends yeah, of tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. I did me watch the first season of Supergirl. I like Supergirl. Okay, so you guys season. do watch it, really? I watched yeah, that one. Okay, I watched like the first two seasons of Flash. I watched the, I watched like the first three or four seasons of Arrow. Yeah. Oh my god, that show is just so hard to get through. I watched Arrow's... the first two or three seasons, two and a half seasons, and by the third season, when like everybody was a superhero, but like not real superheroes, 
<laughs> I felt like it kind of had jumped the shark as far as I was yeah. concerned. Hmm. See, they do things in that. I don't know what seasons, but like one season he was like trapped on the island. Yeah. Like they would flash back to it. It's just so hard to get through because it's just like, it just drags. Hmm. And then the season after that, it was like when he was like a Russian KGB agent or something. And all of those scenes just seemed to drag yeah. and drag. And I'm like, okay, just get on with it. So I, it feels Arrow really bad. Arrow really hard to watch. I, I feel really bad about this, but I know watching a lot of the CW shows, because I'll, I'll like do a couple of episodes just to get a feel for what they're doing and how it's going. And I feel like even by like episode two or three, the CW shows like really make me long for like people to die. <laughs> you know, like it's just it's it just needs that because otherwise, and and also I really don't buy the dude they got to play Superman in the uh, CW universe because he's like two inches taller than Supergirl, <laughs> and he looks like he's maybe twenty pounds heavier. <laughs> like, he's just tiny. He can't have a tiny yeah, Superman. I, I huh. yeah. I watched, like, half of an episode of Supergirl and couldn't take it. I watched, like, two minutes, and I was like, wow, really? this is bad. It's yeah. cheesier than the rest of the shows. It is very at least cheesy. she's cute. But, yeah. like, dude, I mean, at least with the uh, movie Superman, you've got a dude who's, like, you know, looks like he could actually kick somebody's ass in real life. Like, in that scene from uh, Fallout, from Mission Impossible, where he, like, cocks his arms like, oh, he, yeah, like, yeah. like they're shotguns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's Superman. Like, right? that guy can pull it off. The dude that looks like, you know, on the weekends he could check you out at the grocery store. I'm like, no. That's not that's Superman? Just, no, that doesn't work for me. That's who they got to play Shazam. He's not. He's all buff. <laughs> no, he's Shug. not. The Shazam guy? Dude, buff Shazam is still needing, like, no, he's, muscle pads in his suit. It does look oh, it's that padding? Way. It's totally padding. It's all no. padding. It looks that way. He's, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's but Chuck but, with lightning powers. But at least it knows what it wants to be. Goofy, funny, whatever. We've had a long debate about yeah. this. He does not Shazam. care. Two are into we it. think I think Shazam looks better than Aquaman. He thinks Aquaman looks better than Shazam. Oh, Aquaman looks way I would, better than Shazam. I would go see Aquaman. I would totally but see but Shazam knows what it wants to be, Shazam. and it's telling you in that trailer. It's true. It's yeah. a lighthearted superhero Shazam film. Is, it's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek, funny, whatever you want to say. Shazam is a remake of Big. Yes. With some dude. Well, that. I'm down with that. In a stupid costume. That's exactly In a superhero type of scenario. I like it. But that's what Shazam is. That's what it's advertising. Billy Batson is Shazam. I feel like if you can't come out of a movie and comfortably and earnestly say to another person, well, that was adorable. If you can't be that person, like if that's not a natural thing for you to say, you shouldn't see Shazam. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like if, you know, like I can't come out of a movie and feel good about myself if the only positive thing I can say was that it was adorable. You know, see, like, I, I see Indian movies all the time, so I'm comfortable with. You okay. didn't think the the porgs were adorable? No, <laughs> but, the, I but you know what? Like, what? It's a porg. Chewbacca was eating like chicken. Was I also wasn't bothered by porgs. No, I wasn't either. I wasn't either. I didn't like them. I think you have to be real cynical. You just didn't like the last Jedi. Porgs. Oh, I was bothered. By <laughs> you were bothered by everything in the Last Jedi. You didn't like the no. damn green. Don't just like thing. any Star Wars movies. I know. You didn't even see Solo. I liked. Did you ever see Solo? You liked Rogue yeah. One. I liked Dude, Rogue, Rogue One. One was amazing. Yeah. Hated Rogue One. I, Rogue I, One's I the best it, movie that's come that out. I, I, didn't hate, I didn't hate it. It just didn't do much for me. It was fun. I liked it, but it totally I can't fun. say it was like... There's a lot Rogue of people One that think it's the best, the best yeah. film, you know, in the... Well, wait. No. Better than Force series. Awakens? Mm. See, I love The Force Awakens, but I, I totally admit to what he says about it. 
the main reason I like it is because it has such a nostalgic feel because it is basically a retelling of Star Wars with bits of Empire and Jedi thrown back in. Oh, my God, I saw you know? that in uh, hey, Return of Jedi. Better than the prequels. Ooh, I saw it that is. in Empire. I, absolutely. Ooh, I saw that in the first Star Wars. Hey, I totally agree with you, but it has such a good feel, and the actors nailed it in that one, I felt like. Oh, yeah. I liked Last Jedi. I can't even I, be cynical about Force Awakens. I, like I can't even bring myself to do it. Solo was fun, right? It was if you don't go into it thinking I it's gonna somehow solo. light the world oh, on fire, you just oh, I agree. Solo was a solo fun was movie. Fun. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it's like a solo. space western. Yeah, it was totally yeah, little heist type thing there. I just wasn't crazy about the slowest space chase ever. Oh, in Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Last Jedi. Yeah. That so you didn't like Last Jedi, is what you're saying? No, he liked it. Uh, as much as you like Force Awakens. You know what? So the first, How the many same. times did you see Last Jedi? Twice, maybe three times. Did it improve? Maybe. Because the first time I saw it, I walked out and I kind of was like, I'm not sure about that movie. The second time, a lot of the gaps that I had in one, second I time, filled those in. I really am not sure about no, this movie. The second time, I was like, oh, that was way better than I remember. Yeah. Really? That, that was the way it was yeah. with... Are you talking Force Awakens or Last Jedi? Last Jedi. Uh, Last Force Jedi. Awakens was like that. When I saw it in the theater, I did not like it. Really? Really? Well, wow. I didn't not like it. I've seen like that it. damn thing three times in the theater. Yeah, I loved it. The first weekend. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't not like it, but I didn't. It wasn't like, oh boy. It didn't blow me away. It didn't blow me away. But after I watched it a couple times, then I kind of did away with the things that I didn't like. Mm. Last I Jedi learned seen... how to like embrace them. The Last Jedi for me, it seems like it. The parts that are good, I love. Every scene with Rey and Luke is fantastic. I think. Uh, the throne room scene just is oh, great. Awesome. You know, that type of thing. The damn space chase a bit is slow as hell. In that freaking casino scene, I still have difficulties oh, yeah. the with, casino with scene the casino. Not even there in there. And uh, that's I my problem that. on multiple viewings is the fact that the parts that drag, drag even more when I rewatch it. Although the parts that and are good and solid, I still really like. I even like, and for as much crap as people give, I love that opening too with the freaking, you know, X-Wing going, blasting shit, you know, on, on there, sending the freaking um, Bomber. the bombers after oh, the Dreadnought, okay. you know, things like that. Hey, I'm in. I thought that was cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, some of those parts that were slow before just really drag on repeat I'll, viewings, I feel. I'll like. have to remember, I don't know if I can remember it tonight, but, like, I, ha I figured out an edit of Last Jedi that I actually think might have made it a perfect movie because it completely eliminates the, the, the casino scene. Scene. And it rewires the storylines such that the the that whole plot line with oh with Finn. So essentially, if the if Finn is in a coma through the whole movie, <laughs> and you get rid of the casino scene, and then he wakes up right before everything goes to shit, and then he's rushing around, and then they they send the ship through light speed to blow everything up. It like totally fixes the movie. Because then you get rid of the stupid thing where he's gonna save, you know, he's gonna sacrifice himself, but then she doesn't let him, but then she sacrifices herself, and yeah. then it's like, well, okay, this is entirely stupid. Like that whole bit, actually, everything where they tried to force Ray or uh, Rose in with Finn, if you just cut all of that out, make it not exist, and then wake him up right before the end of the movie. It's awesome. It works. The whole thing works. I've I've gone back and I've watched it since I got it on, and I've like sort of fast-forwarded through it and pretended that that existed, I want that edit. <laughs> that There needs to be a, like, 
fan cut of that movie because oh, I I'm swear sure there, it would sure feel is. better. Well, my big thing was the uh, throne room part where uh, Snoke gets killed. I love yeah, that. that. that I, I, I had no problem with it, but I think there was a scene in there where he takes, and Drew's probably heard me talk this one, but there's a scene where Ryan uh, Johnson, is that the yeah. director? Yeah, Ryan Johnson. He's got this uh, pan view where he's got Snoke, he's got Ray, and he's got uh, Kylo all right there together. And what he should have done was keep this whole thing right there while Kylo was right there about ready to kill her. Not let anybody else see that that freaking lightsaber moves. You know, just have it move over there in the corner in the background and then have him do that. Slice open him. I would think he would have surprised everybody as much as freaking Snoke was surprised when the damn thing went through him. That was one of the bitches I heard people go, is Snoke's supposed to be this all-powerful. Why the hell didn't he see it coming? But, you know, well, Ryan Johnson freaking telegraphed the whole thing yeah. so that he, you know, everybody knew it was coming except for him. You know, had he had just, he had that that view going on he showed you that he should have just left it there done that same thing surprised the audience as much as the character was yeah. and i think that would have been a whole lot better yeah and they should have killed princess leia yeah i agree with you nope nope you don't think so i was so happy to see her use the force oh yeah, god that's cool fucking mary poppins right back into the damn ship <laughs> jesus they were saving for the third movie. I know. And she died. Yeah, I know. So now I'm really glad they kept her in the movie as much as possible because that's all we would have got. If you killed her, then we barely would have even seen her in the new trilogy. I know. I know. I, I didn't have a necessarily a problem with her living. I'm just saying. I just didn't think perfect. that's how they should not have done that scene in particular. In my we, okay, so we, just so, like in, just like in, um, it showed Avengers. how Kylo was trying to kill his mom and he wussed out because he's a freaking big old wuss. Uh, just like in conflicted. Avengers. So that's fine. So they wuss. didn't need to have something else blow just up. Just like in Avengers Infinity, Tony Stark should have died. That would have been the perfect yeah. scene for Tony Stark. Somebody should have died. It would have been freaking yes, awesome. But unfortunately, they wanted to have the last hurrah for the the Avengers themselves. And Cap. that's that's what they're doing right now. I know, but they're all coming back anyway. No, but okay. No, so, but, but, but that would have been But look perfect. who's left in that film. The thing that pisses me the off Avengers, for the most is part, if they had... Man. The worst thing is you're sitting there as a fan, and even if you're only fan... Because I went with people who don't read any comics. They're just fans of the movies. And, they, and people, like... I think it might have been my mom. She turns to me and she goes... But isn't there a spy another Spider-Man movie? Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. I know. Isn't there another Black Panther movie? Yeah, exactly. You know? I'm like, you just had if, him on for. If you, you let know. the original Avengers die, who everybody is wondering, are they going to come back or not? Right, because all their contracts are up, right. right? Yes. And then you show Black Panther and Peter Parker surviving. It's like, oh, this gets interesting. Oh, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm with you. Yeah. That suddenly is interesting, but I absolutely the know they're going to fix all the problems yes, now. Yes. But like, uh, you 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 made it work. You ended with the bad guy winning. Yes. But now actually make people believe that for a second. Yeah, yeah you're like, no, well, Black Panther made like $700 million. Yeah, right. Yes. It was a billion. Like, it, it made <laughs> almost as much well, as... Well, worldwide, yeah. yeah. It made like yeah. $700 million just in the U.S. It was insane. No, I agree yeah. with you. I thought that there was a big miss there with that. You know, I know what they were trying to do. They wanted to give yeah. the original team a big last hurrah at the end, you know, type thing. Yeah, get everything kind of reset to just them. Give them the freaking big hurrah at the end of Infinity War then. You're right. They probably should have done something there. I don't know. I'm just saying, but, like, watching that movie at that moment, it's like Tony Stark should have died. Like, that would have been perfect. No, with death. him stabbing him and things of that nature. Yeah, I totally agree. They should have done, done that, especially if they're not coming back after this next one either. All right. So, but I don't know what they're going to do either. They're going to play with time travel and all that other good stuff. So mm -hmm. who the hell knows? 
Tony Stark will go off into La La Land. No, he's trapped in space. He's so. going to die in space talking to his helmet. Yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> so the Russo brothers said they're done with Marvel movies until they make Secret Wars. Then they'll come back. Who are the Russo brothers? Unless they're the ones that Not did until. basically Infinity War here. They also did my favorite uh, Marvel movie of all time. Captain America. Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. Yes. You just so, really asked that question? You don't know who the Russo brothers are? No. I don't pay That's attention okay. to who makes You don't know movies. who directed the Avengers movie or Captain no. America Civil War? Do, do you know who played Iron Man? Yeah. Tony Stark. <laughs> he's all good. He's awesome. <laughs> that was like a great... Robert Downey Stark. <laughs> wow. That was classic. That was great. <laughs> Unless it's Quentin Tarantino or... That's it. That's pretty David much it. Lynch. <laughs> like if David Lynch made another movie. David Lynch, okay. There I, you go. Only if he does another Dune movie. And do it right. <laughs> right. With today's special effects. Steven right. Spielberg. Tony is. I know Steven Spielberg. Like, I went and saw a movie, and it was, I don't even remember what it was, and I was like sitting there watching the credits, I'm like, ooh, I didn't know he... It was, uh, I don't know what Steven it was. Steven Spielberg. No, Ray it wasn't Player One. Steven Spielberg. It was... <laughs> it was um, Kevin Smith. Yeah, well, Why did he made the Silent Bob and Jay and Silent Bob yeah. movie? No way. Red State? That's Kevin Smith? That doesn't seem like a Kevin Smith movie. That was a good movie. Oh, no, I know. It was, it was also really hard to watch. I, I knew it was. Never yeah. saw it. You never saw Red State? I stopped watching Kevin Smith movies after Red State. Oh, dude, it's not a Kevin Smith, Smith movie. I understand, but he directed it, right? And wrote it? Yeah. Right. But I mean, so it, it is, so a, it is a Kevin Smith movie. It is a Kevin Smith movie, but it's not... <laughs> It's not it's part not of the Kevin Smith universe. Movie. Right. No, it's like... I'm sorry, I stopped watching his movies after Cop Out. I never watched Cop Out, so I didn't have that problem. That's funny, because that's basically either. when he stopped making movies. Correct. <laughs> it took him everything to get back into making movies after Cop Out. He's openly <laughs> talked about that. Well, Matt and I saw him at San Diego where he said he's just going to make podcasts at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, well, then he had a heart attack or something, though, too, didn't he? Well, yeah, he's like last year. Yeah. On stage. Or this year. Not on stage, he was backstage. Uh, did anyway. anybody see Tusk? No, <laughs> I just can't bring myself Wasn't to watch that. that. It was Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I'm like I draw the line the, there. What's the one with the? Damn it! What's the one with the uh, the totally. creature that comes out of the book? Is that Tusk? That's not Tusk. I don't know. I haven't seen Tusk. I have no idea. I did see it's the like one with uh, Johnny Depp's daughter and Kevin Smith's daughter, where they were like, "What was it called? Hosers?" Or yeah, something? yoga hosers. Yoga hosers. That was so you watched yoga hosers. That was really I did dumb. watch yoga hosers. But you won't watch Red State. <laughs> I watched yoga hosers. It was good. Really? No. It was not good. I but okay. was, Thank you. I had really low, 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 low expectations going in, and I was that, kind of entertained. That scene in Red State where that the preacher gives the 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 the. Not the sermon, the sermon or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I'm sitting there watching that, and like halfway through it, I'm like, "That's one take." Like this dude, I'm like that guy should get an Oscar for that <laughs> scene right there because that's freaking brilliant, insane. Dude, John so Goodman good. was really good in that movie. He was super nuanced. Oh, yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. Well, anyway, this isn't comic book really right. anymore. All right, let's do some comic booky guy though. Let's do some comic book stuff. We're live, Don. Stop. We're live. I was just segueing into right. the comic. I want to go first. Oh. This is still live. I want to go this first. is live. I want to talk about Rat God. Rat God. Hand it over. Rat, Rat God. God. This way you can't read it to us while we're while you're telling us about it. By Richard Corbin. Richard Corbin. Wait a minute. I know that name. 
What Richard else is Corbin? Done? Yeah. Din. Din. Heavy metal. Yeah, heavy metal. Yeah, yeah okay. He said heavy no, metal. Okay. Right. He lives in Kansas. No Does shit. he really? Yes. That's pretty cool. Why haven't we gotten him to come to our show then? He doesn't do shows anymore. Oh. Let's bring the show to him. I would be happy to. I've emailed him multiple times. We're looking for a new venue. He said thanks. We don't. We don't do really. Can I get out of Century Zoo? <laughs> Maybe. All right. Are you? Maybe if they destroy it. Are you big right into right HP Lovecraft? No. Oh. I'm not against it. I'm just not big into it. Do you know of it? Yes. This is like Lovecrafty and. Okay. Cthulhu. But you never read any HP Lovecraft. I have a little bit. What did you read? Um. I. I listened to the <laughs> I listened to the um first like the HP Lovecraft I bought like all of the books. Oh the audiobooks? Yeah. Oh okay. but it's like all in a thing. In a thing. In a collection. Yeah. <laughs> so like I a collection to, like, of HP Lovecraft? Yeah, I've listened okay. to like half of his early stuff. Like That's his early stuff. Yeah. You no, know, there's like early stuff and then there's later stuff. Anyway. So basically, there it starts out. This is kind of like love, uh, uh, a Cthulhu tale, oh, yeah. but like um, set in um, um, like Native American Indian type of setting. So it's not very it's, Lovecraftian. It starts out Which where book? Rat, Rat God. Rat God. It starts out through. where there's like a, a, an Indian man and his sister, and they're on the run from like some guys that are chasing them down and they end up getting caught that and then it flashes to I it doesn't I don't know that it gives a time frame but it's like the 1830s 1930s okay. kind of thing and um, there's this guy <laughs> and he's going to college whatever they call it and he runs university into this, this girl yeah university and um, he basically kind of falls in love with her and then they kind of start dating, and then something happens, and then she runs away. Because he turns into a rat god and looks like that, and that's no. where she runs away. No, that would no. do it. And so, no. she's got like one actually, good eye. so she's going to the university also, and he goes. He can't get her out of his head, so he goes to because she works there, also, and so he goes to see her and finds out. He walks in, and she's basically a. Uh, a model for like a nude so she's naked mm -hmm. and everybody's drawing her like yeah. in art class or whatever yeah. and so he freaks out because it's like whatever time it is or whatever and he's like oh my god you're standing there and so she runs away well he goes to her hometown to try to track her down and that's when it turns into like the Lovecraftian so like everybody's like don't go to the cemetery after you know don't go to the cemetery don't go to the don't cemetery don't go to the cemetery so what's he do he goes to the cemetery and then he 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 basically um falls into this whole town where they're like sacrificing people to the rat god and then and then it it's cool if you're into like Lovecraft the Richard Corbin artwork obviously is yeah awesome. yeah but he basically just kind of he weaves like a, a an Indian folklore tale into like a Lovecraftian tale and it's is it a little horror type thing yeah or? it's horror okay yeah but I liked it it was really cool so cool rat god rat god of course the Richard Corbin artwork yeah I was gonna say got cool. good art got a cool title oh, yeah, yeah. Record. 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 
I read Wilson. Nice. This is Dan Clouds. Daniel Clouds. This book was kind of weird. Have so, you seen the movie? I haven't. I didn't realize there was a yeah. movie. Did you see the movie? I've seen a part of it. Oh. I liked it. <laughs> but you didn't see all of it? I didn't get a chance to see the whole thing. That's cool. Yeah, I want to see the movie now. I get interrupted a lot. There is a movie, huh? There is. So this is Wilson by Daniel Clowes. And, uh, it's... Does Rain Wilson play Wilson? No, Woody Harrelson does. Wow. There's so a couple interesting... Oh things about this book so each page feels almost like it's almost like a comic strip right so i read the first few pages and i'm like oh it's just like comic strips they're just like one one page you know little kind of joke things but he does it but then he takes that format and he actually tells like a narrative story through the whole thing but in a very kind of subtle way the other thing he does which is kind of weird is he changes his art style like every page like, so there's Wilson there, so it's kind of like a little more of a realistic sort of art style. But then he's got, like, a super, like, cartoony one. And the next one is all, like, shadowy. And then he does, like... I mean, he just... That's throughout awesome. the whole book, he's, like, changing. And then he kind of goes back. Like, he's got maybe five or six different ones. So it's like of... reading a really popular Marvel book where every issue has <laughs> a different author. Right, artist. exactly. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Sometimes the same but uh, Wilson is this really... <laughs> Really annoying, sarcastic, not very good person. Hmm. So, so he has a dog, and for some reason I can't remember what, but he decides to track down like his ex-wife because I think he hears that she's like turned to a life of hooking or whatever and got hooked on drugs, and he's thrilled that her life has gone to crap or whatever. So he's gonna go track her down, mostly because he wants to see how low she's fallen, kind of thing. Well, he finds out he has like a she had like a daughter. Well, it turns out she's already, like, pulled out of her, her like, bad wow. part of life. And so then he's kind of disappointed that he didn't get to see it a little bit. But anyway, he basically annoys does everybody. That make, does that make him a bad person? Really? It is. He really annoys everybody he's around. <laughs> like, there's this scene where he's, like, at this coffee shop. And this guy's sitting there working on, like, his laptop. He's like, you mind if I sit here? And the guy's like, well, there's lots of other open seats. He's like, oh, I really want to just sit by the window. And the guy's clearly working, like, on his laptop, trying to get some stuff done. And then he talks to him, like, the whole time, like, trying to make conversation. The guy's like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, and he says, hey, shithead, I'm talking to you, you know, at the end of the thing. You know, it's like, but I didn't want you to sit here. <laughs> I'm trying to get work done, you know. So he's just this very, like, he's that person who's like, you know, pay attention to me, you know. Like, my, he's very self-involved, you know. So, but yeah, anyway, he finds out with his, he finds his ex-wife and finds out that they had like a kid that she gave up for adoption. They like track down the kid, they end up kidnapping the kid, he ends up going to jail. All this happens in like a very quick, you know, thing. Because the book's really not that long. It's only like hmm. probably less than 100 pages. But anyway, it's done very interesting in a narrative way. The artwork's very interesting. It's very readable. It's very enjoyable. It's just kind of. It has words quick, on it, read. so it's readable. I just mean it kind of flows really well, you know, like it has gotcha. a very, uh, like you start reading and you kind of lose track of time and it just, before you know it, you're done. Where'd you pick thing. that up? That's really... That was T-F-A-W, oh, so... Say, that's kind of weird. That's not like your thing. It doesn't have like a teenage girl with like... I like... I like still be on him for this? like braces. I like indie comics. Oh, yeah. He, it comes you around read, like every, you, you know... read Smile one time. <laughs> it comes around I read like someone. a Velvet Glove cast in iron in college back like 20 years ago, dude. I'm a Daniel Close dude. What's Velvet Glove cast in That's iron? like Daniel Clow's eight ball like big uh, first work. You had Don's attention when you said a, Velvet Glove. It's about cast a teenage iron. girl with braces that <laughs> gets some Velvet Glove. <laughs> so yeah, I need to check out more Daniel Clow's because he has a lot of good stuff, but I don't... 
I never read eight ball. Well, like I said, eight ball was an anthology, and then he took like a a story that was running through the anthology and collected as a trade paperback. Oh yeah, Ghost World. That's his other big one. Oh, I really like Ghost World. Okay, the book, and then I saw the movie. The movie was really good too. He's pretty good at getting his stuff turned into movies, apparently. But this didn't really feel like it should be a movie, but then it is a movie, and Woody Harrelson is the main actor in the movie who plays Wilson. So I'm kind of curious to see. Hmm. How, how long ago did that movie come out? A uh, couple uh, years. The same time, I think I Ghost World. No, I'm kidding. Ghost World came out a couple years. Time. This is a long time ago. Yeah, it was. I think Wilson is a couple years ago. Scott if not, 20, 2017. 2017. Oh, wow. That's, wow. that's just a year ago. Fairly recent. Yeah. So Anyway, Wilson, good, cool. good book. Cool, cool. I think the movie poster did a good job of characterizing him. Where <laughs> he's standing he, next he, to a guy. He's in he's in. It shows him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. He's he's like next to a guy in a bathroom, and it's like the only two urinals, and he's like talking to him. <laughs> right. That's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it is. No personal space. Dude, do art in this. I know. It makes Pepe me I know. I love that. Well, there's like three. There's three. But yeah. I'm so he's tired the of the Avengers, but Dude, I really want to read out that. Check out the art. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Cinder. You finished the Cinder. I finished the Cinder. What did you think? I thought it was pretty good, except for the fact that the ending is cliffhangerish in some ways. I mean, it it ends like Infinity War, (laughs) you know, type of thing. Sure. In which you, it does have an ending, but the kind of, I don't know if you want to say the bad guys won, but definitely the side that you didn't know about much about won. True. And it's pretty much leading into something else. Yeah, yeah so. he had. Did you read the editorial? I did he read there at the end. And he said, he "This said, isn't how I'm going to end yeah. it." But then I decided to, and now we're going to launch it into something else. Yeah. Well, in the, it's not like they didn't lead you to some of that path. I Correct. mean, when they hit the planet in which there was not really any machines and a little bit more of a uh, mythical, mystical type of. Uh, aura about yeah. it, you know, and then they don't talk about it really much anymore. You're kind of like, yeah, this is oh, probably yeah, leading to something a bit more, <laughs> and then that's where they kind of take it, you know, it's at like the a end 3, for, page for like. But it, I thought overall it was good. I mean, it, uh, Jeff Lemire there does a good job with the characters, yeah. you know, and letting you care about a certain, you know, number of them. You know, rooting for them and, and seeing where this goes. That's and bad water. Cool. And uh, they, I, I this think is the, nice. I think the art is good. Yeah, Don. I know Don it. does not yeah. like it, but there's maybe a couple of panels here and there that aren't. Are you telling me there's not a huge difference between that and this? It's a different style. It's I'm a different not style. saying yeah, that's that. like basic. I don't think it's. I don't think it's this basic. It's just, just different. All right. It's yeah. just a different style. Okay. I I I got. Turned very badly on that. Yeah, book. worry about it. Just pull that. Oh, I worry about it. Yeah, but I did yeah. like it. I, I would I like to. Yeah, ran pretty well. Good characters, things of that nature. Uh, sometimes it makes some weird jumps. You know, sometimes where I don't maybe, you know, I didn't totally catch. Hey, what the hell? You jumped right over here, here, and I had to like take a quick look back. You know, and go, okay, yeah, I'm caught up. But um, dude, the art in this is cool. No, oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's yeah. Cool. And I still want to color Tesla all the like time. Maybe I hit like a bad couple. Right. Tesla, yeah. Tesla, yes. The only, like I said, I need to go back and read the whole thing because I kind of read it as it came out, and you kind of lose something when you're reading over a long period of time, you know. But yeah. it did always feel like there needed to be a little more meat or something. You know what I mean? So like, did you have the same that. feeling? I, I agree. I agree. Like, so it's like, like it's a like Hickman it, story. It didn't quite totally <laughs> right. draw you in with the characters, and it felt like 
There would need to be a little more like depth or meat or something to it. You know what I mean? Like, well, and because of the fact that I think some of that case, yeah, he was moving so fast in some areas. He'd throw in a character, you know. I mean, even like the his kind of one of his leads, Tim. Yeah. You know, or not Tim, but the Andy. Andy, yeah. You know, Andy doesn't even show up again until you're probably about halfway through this run. Yeah. You know, so you only have such a point there to really try to get to know what this character is doing what he's yeah. been doing i mean they try to fill it in with these different one shots that were in there but yeah. i'm with you. you you're kind of like am i supposed to care am i not it could almost ran quite a bit longer and really fleshed out more of the world well, especially the that one world i thought you know in general that uh, yeah. kind of had that mythical feel about it you don't really know anything about a lot of those other worlds either so when the end does happen you're kind of like yeah why am i supposed to care about like freaking you know couple trillion people you know or whatever the heck else i really so. like driller though he's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> really driller is a driller real killer, killer huh? driller, he's a real killer he's a real killer that's for yeah, sure I really like driller. but i thought i liked how that kind of came around though, too you know that's and good. now he pretty much did you know take out the, the whole mining planet sure, things sure. too so um, i don't know there's a lot to like in it the ending itself the surprise no not so much but yeah. uh it kind of led it's an ending. good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an ending, but it's really a beginning to another series. Yeah. You know, well, it's like, going to be a cinder. Is like yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'd still read it, though. Yeah, that's true. The art is just fine. The art is great. It is good. If you so, it's not traditional yeah, comic book style art. It's a, like a watercolor and is. pencil I on a on a heavy paper. Yeah. And it shows the texture of the paper in each panel, yeah. like so that the that's kind of part of it. But right. it's, I think it's cool. Uh, I, I figured out. I read. A current bitter root comic nice. that not Ooh. a lot of people have read. What is that? Bitter root. Hmm. Um, it's an image book. I met the guy. Who's, Sanford Green is awesome. I met Sanford Green at uh, New York Comic Con. Oh, nice. Miles and I were walking by, and his art caught my eye, and I was like, he was just standing there, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll chat with the guy about it. We started chatting about the book. It sounded really interesting, and he, you know, I, his premise was he pitched it as it was like, um. It's the supernatural and magic set in Renaissance era Harlem. I was like, "Oh, that sounds really cool." And he's like, "Yeah, you know, if you're if you like Hellboy, think like it's kind of a little. There's a little Hellboy element to it, but in the Renaissance era in Harlem. So it's like, you know, it's a new, it's a new time and place that people just don't talk about." I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." So I bought the issue as soon as it came out because when we were talking to him, I think the issue hadn't dropped yet. It was like a month before. I just got this. I got my I get my shipment monthly and I just got like first okay. one. So it probably came out in November. <laughs> yeah, it came out in November. Um apparently Image has already uh picked it up as like an ongoing series. Oh, cool. So they seem to be really behind it. They've also supported it on a like in terms of marketing. So like, you know, for for me, I mean, you know, Image seems to they'll be they're willing to do any number one. Oh, yeah. Or they'll do like a three issue run and then you may never ever see it again. Yeah. So the fact that they were really behind this one, I was pretty excited about it. So um, you know, post Invincible, I'm still I've still got a major ongoing series gap to fill. But the storytelling, the art, really good, really interesting. I like it. It is a story that I get what he's saying. I think he characterized it perfectly. If you liked Hellboy, I think it's a probably a good pickup. It's a good read. Um, the art is awesome. Yeah, Sanford Green's... So I have a funny Sanford Green story. Okay. So I was like, at, I was at San Diego like a few years back and I had like a jam piece I was working on. Yeah. And I was getting people to like add characters to the yeah. jam piece. I think I wanted someone to add like, uh, someone to do like Spawn or whatever on my jam piece, right? Okay. 
And they were like full characters, but it was like, you know, it's 11 by 17. It had a bunch of different characters, like horizontal or whatever. Right. So they weren't like huge, you know, full characters. And there were people in front of them and stuff. And so I was talking to John Boy Myers, who was drawing the Spawn book, you know, and I was kind of talking to him a little bit about doing something on there, maybe Spawn. And he was like, yeah, it'd probably be like, you know, like 100. I was like, man, I was getting people to do more. Like 50 was kind of like what I wanted people to do a character for. I was like, yeah, yeah. So then Sanford Green was there. I was like, oh, I like his stuff, you know. So I go to him. I was like, yeah, I was trying to get like this jam piece kind of filled in. I wanted someone to do a character, you know. He's like, oh, yeah, well, what were you wanting? I was like, well, yeah, I was talking to John Bomaris. I was thinking about doing a spawn, but you could probably do a spawn. He's like, yeah, he was wanting like over 100 bucks for it. He's like, wait, wait, wait. You want me to do it for less than like 100? That'd be like 150 for me to do that. I was like, oh. Okay, uh-huh. never mind. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, forget it. What else has he done? He like, worked on some Marvel books. Can't remember what was it. Runaways? Did he do Runaways? Um, I need to go back and look. I'd have to look it up. I, I had not. I'd never heard of him until well, I'd not. The name didn't. Yeah, he worked for out. Marvel Corp for quite a while. So yeah, he did, he did a little Kingsman, Black uh, Power Man and Iron Fist, Black Panther and Luke Cage. Oh wow. Uh, one thousand. I don't know what that is. And then it says uh, Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, Image, yeah. so a smattering of gotcha. books. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff for Marvel. Is what anybody is reading, um, what is it, Magic Order? Yes, that's a good book. Yeah. Are you guys far enough? Like, I'm like on issue three or four. probably done. I think, I think I've read one, more. one or two. Is it just a... It's a limited? mini. Yeah, it's like yeah, five that's all issues. Miller does. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm probably one issue from the end then. Yeah, I think I, I am too. I think I've read like it's four or five together. issues. Yeah. yeah. It's a good book. Dark. It's good though. It's cool. A lot of his stuff seems to... It's all the same. I mean, it's not the same, but he just had, he knows how to put like a simple... Not a simple, but he knows how to put a good, dramatic, fun comic book story together. And he yeah. hits all the right beats and he gets really good artists and he just knows how to flow. Yeah, well, and he always seems to know... like he. He's able to tell the story and, and talk about the characters in a way where you feel like there's a backstory there. Yeah. So yeah. they're not, like, they're fairly well drawn, even if he doesn't go into a ton of detail. Correct. He does that really well, which yeah. is very cinematic. Like, it's perfect for movies. That's why Netflix mm-hmm. picked him up. Magic Order, I guess, is the first Netflix published comic. Yeah, yeah, it has Netflix on the back. Yeah. Oh, it does. It has Netflix everywhere. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of an advertisement for Netflix. Um, anyways, but, right. um, but I'm stoked to see what they actually do with it. Yeah. Because he, I mean, it was kind of made for Netflix. I'd love to see how that deal worked. Like, they bought all this stuff, right? And they gave him all this cash. Yeah. So, when he creates a new comic like Magic Order, does he just get paid, right? Is that, like, he just has to create comics for Netflix in in perpetuity? He just sits at a table and counts his money well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, obviously, they want to make Nemesis 2? Easy. I mean, they just gave him so much money. It's like you're just gonna work for us for the next ten years. You gotta make like a new series every year or something. I saw a commercial for um, Umbrella Academy. I didn't know they were turning it into a TV show. Yes, Yes. I think I knew that. I think I did. Is a new series coming out? Are you buying it? Yeah. Cool. I'm not. I'll buy it in trade because I have other ones in trade. Mm. Do you have them in single issues? Wow, you're cool. I know, right? Right. Whose turn is it? I think it's Don's. It's Don's. Okay, I will do, do the Avengers. Or I will do doing... this first because this ties into this. Obviously, I mean, yeah. This ties into this. this. Secret, I would do Empire. Secret Empire. Okay, so Secret I read Empire. Secret Empire. Oh, Zero. we're gonna talk about Sorry. Batman. No, you're fine. I'm... Zero through ten. Oh, I also had a Secret Empire Uprising number one, and then Secret Empire Omega, which is the the. 
tie in after everything happens. So, all right. So, you kind of know what Secret Empire is about, right? What's about Captain America? So is Hydra agent. Hydra Captain agent. America is a Hydra agent. So I started reading the number zero. And has been. Yeah. So like a Cosmic Cube rewrote history and made Captain yes. America a Hydra agent since the yes. beginning of time, or since. So this this comes it's directly after. Um, uh, what was it? Was it Surrender? No Surrender. It was the one where they, where Maria Hill made that. Uh, um fake prison for all the bad guys and like it was like a town okay and they brainwashed all the bad guys and put them in there and gave them like different identities so like the absorbing man was like the ice cream good dude that works in the ice parlor um yeah so anyway they used like a cosmic cube so basically the um it was a a cosmic cube like became sentient i guess or whatever and it was called cubic well, when they, oh, I, I, just I, I may be talking out of my butt, but from what I remember and understand, the cosmic when they when they found out about the secret prison or whatever, everybody got mad, and so like I think it, the cosmic cube shattered that was okay. cubic, and then somehow they turned, so they rewrote all of history and Hydra won. And Captain America was a secret Hydra agent. So, Since and he's forever. in charge of everything. Yeah. Like, he was ahead of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so then, like, everybody, like, the United States freaked out. And they're like, oh, my God, we don't know what to do. Let's let Captain America take it over. But and when it rewrote history, the only thing it changed was Captain America being a Hydra agent? Well, yeah. But it also changed, like, World War Two, I think, or whatever. So, like, Hydra is, like, running... The country and Captain America is running Hydra. Okay. So it's almost like, um, it almost, as I was reading it, it almost kind of seemed like a political statement, like on really? the Trump regime about how, like, you know, everybody's like Nazis and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. I mean, you can kind of see, I kind of saw like underlying things. Is that why all the whiny fanboys were complaining well no all the whiny fanboys were complaining because when it first happened Nick Spencer basically turned it, it was Captain America is well, a Hydra agent, agent and he has, has been, been ever since World War 2 he's been a sleeper Hydra agent yeah, and they're like yeah. oh my god they turned Captain America bad or whatever but he explains that there's a cosmic cube that rewrote history I don't know if that comes into Din Zero does it yeah they talk about it I uh, think I don't remember how it all plays out. Well, it doesn't help that Nick Spencer is like a really politically like on his Twitter feed is like very like political. So. Well, I'm, I, that's my opinion. That's just me reading into it. Yeah, I didn't see yeah. Well, else I think you probably <laughs> hit the nail on the head. But so okay, so basically, they created a. So he sent. Um, so you know that uh, there's a. Alpha Flight Station. It's a it's a space station in space that Alpha Flight. That was Sword. No, I didn't know that. No, it's not Sword anymore. Who can it's keep track Alpha. of this? Stuff. I know, right? It's called Alpha Flight Station, and so he's there was a a Chitari attack coming. So Captain America sent. Why did uh, they invent the Chitari for the Marvel Universe? They were a movie I, thing. I they didn't exist but before the movie. The Chitari are attacking, and so he sends, um, like. 
all the big guns like Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel or Marvel, whatever the hell her name is now, like the lady that's coming out with a movie. Yeah. That character. Because there's, like there's like five Miss Marvels now. There's like the little Captain Miss Marvel. Marvel. There's yeah. a Captain Marvel. There's... I can't keep them all straight. Well, anyway. Who can? He sends her out and then he creates like a, a shield. I prefer the one Frank Cho draws. Around the globe. <laughs> he creates a, a shield, an impenetrable shield around the globe. So all of those heroes are trapped outside. And then he, there's a, like a bubble that goes around um, New York. And a bunch of the heroes are trapped in there. So there's not very many heroes left. Under the dome? Running around. Yes, they're under the dome in New York. Stephen King is going to sue. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Stephen King is suing Hey, slight segue. <laughs> Did you notice in previews, like, someone is someone got the rights to all those Marvel, Stephen King, Dark Tower stuff, and they're reprinting them mm -hmm. all as, like, a different publisher? Like, yeah. not Marvel? Right. And it's like... Dude, do not publish those books. Marvel right. has saturated the market. There's yeah. no one anybody who you wants can, those books has already bought them. You know the there's no way yeah, there's, there's more copies. There's no more people who need to read that and want to read it. They came out for the Dark Tower, yeah. right? They came out with that uh hardcover two set yeah, yeah, case yeah. Uh -huh. omnibus thing uh -huh. that retails for like 150 bucks. Oh, yeah. You can pick it up on eBay for like twenty five dollars. Well, I know because Marvel was clearancing it for like ten bucks. <laughs> like one hundred and fifty dollar hardcover set. You can pick it up. Well, for I thought. Like $25. I thought when we were still a retailer, like Diamond was like blowing those out oh, for like fifteen they, bucks. They'd give them away with the word. Well, yeah, but no, the on the no, no, no. that was one hundred fifty dollars. Oh, like, yeah. That's where I got mine. Yeah, because yeah, it was like yeah. super cheap, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um... <laughs> So, <laughs> some poor schmuck bought the rights to. Oh yeah, I'll publish these dark tours or dark tower. Marvel's laughing the novel. So oh, this is God. basically Nick Spencer's like epic that he's been because he didn't he write like Captain America for like a couple years up yeah, to up like to this. this. Well, and it turned so this into is what he was leading up to, yeah. and like this is his end story, sure. whatever. But oh my God, it is so long. It does not need to be so long. So basically. <clears throat> He take the Hydra takes over. He could have written like ten issues of Morning Glories. I know. Made this like five issues. <laughs> <laughs> and so, somebody should contractually require that for every issue of anything else he creates, yes, he, he has to do an issue, issue of Morning, Morning Glories. Glory. I agree. Well, if I ever win the lottery, I'll pay him. Okay. To finish, to finish Morning Glories. Glories. How much will it take? <laughs> so. Anyway, this all happens. What are you talking? Like if I win the lottery, I'm putting CrossGen back together. I'm going to finish Negation War. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, so it's a, it's a Marvel event, crossover, whatever. It's just way too much stuff going on. It's very simple. The bad guys are <laughs> in charge. There's a rogue group of, of uh, heroes that are left. And they basically fight back. And then, okay, so... Wait, how many versions of Spider-Man are in this one? There's only, I think, one. Really? Like two, two versions of Iron Man. Because there's Riri Williams and yes. Tony Stark. And Tony Stark is, like, in the weird phase right now where he's, like, an AI. Oh. Like, he's not even real. Really? Of course Like, there was something no. where he downloaded his... Yeah, I never ...his followed. brain I, into, I like, an out. AI. Yeah. So he's, like, drawn pink like a ghost, like ethereal or whatever, but he goes into the armor. I don't hmm. know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't... Thanks, Warren Ellis. I, I don't, had I, to come up with extremists, I, and everybody just went apeshit with it. I don't think it's extremists. I, think I know, that's what I'm saying. They took extremists, and they kept, like... Oh. Like, so... Yeah. Evolving it. Further into ruining it. Yes. <laughs> In Marvel fashion. Exactly. 
it has it has a couple little twists at the end um so and i don't even know exactly how it happened but so like cubic is like inside the the shards or whatever that's the best thing they come up with the sentient cosmic cube cubic cubic yeah and so that's what i said uh, and so they should really be embarrassed (laughs) and so somehow like the original Captain America essence is like trapped in this cubic. Does it get out so he can be Captain America? It does. America again? It yes. does get out. Thank God. And there's two Captain Americas now. There's yes. Steevil. Did it Steve Evil? Yeah, Evil Steve. Steevil. Yeah, Steve. Captain America. And the original Captain America. And they have a knockdown drag out fight. Yes. And so is one of them like goes, giant, like a giant man Captain no, America? No, but he's in like an armor thing, oh, like a course. Captain America armor thing. Yeah. And so they're beating the crap out of each other. And um, I'm excited to read this now. I think I might jump in. Really? Yeah. And then so like You're selling uh, it. Odin's son. <laughs> Odin. So not Thor. Odin's son. Right. Thor, the the female Thor lady. She's dead, uh, right? No, oh, she's this in is this. This is dead. the Thor. So she's in it. And Holy she's crap! A good you need guy. to read Marvel comics in order, dude. And. <laughs> And there's the Odin son, and he's on the bad guys. So his hammer, it actually says, uh, instead of whatever it says, it's like property of Hydra, only he who is worthy, whatever, can pick it up. And so the captain, the, the Steeble goes to pick up the hammer, and he can't pick it up. And it fades to actual Mjolnir, where it says only the worthy. Steve Rogers picks up Thor's hammer, Mjolnir. And beats the pounds of crap out of Steve with Mjolnir. I have a question. I know. How does Captain America pick up Thor's hammer? I have a question. Yes. So why is it every Marvel event now has to be like an alternate reality thing? You know, like Secret Wars (laughs) was like a whole like, oh, it's Secret Wars. And look, there's a Thor core and there's all alternate reality. And this feels like it's kind of alternate reality. House of M is kind of alternate reality. Age of Apocalypse. I mean... Spider-Verse. Yeah, is that all they have left is alternate reality events? Yeah. So, when this ends, there's there's two Captain Americas now. There's the evil... Of course there are. Does the new Captain Steve get his own series now? I don't know, but when they leave this off, he's been captured and he's in prison. Oh, good. What you don't understand is all of this, all the reason they're doing all of this alternative universe stuff... Is they're gonna give the entire Marvel universe back to Chris Claremont? And he's gonna set it back to 1989. <laughs> the entire Marvel universe, so everything that ever happened in the 90s, the 2000s, it's all gonna be wiped clean. It's like it never happened. Yeah. Cool. I mean, what? <laughs> all those thousands of comic books that I have don't mean anything. That's exactly what it's gonna do. Oh, I would so be down for like a Marvel universe re- re- rebirth, like. Like all the way back. No. What or what did they call it when DC went to all new number the fifty two new number ones the new fifty two. I want the new fifty two Marvel version. <laughs> but I'm totally like, down with that. Like start all over with no don't even like half ass it like DC did. We're like oh the Batman called new stuff. I was gonna say because then they would be like I mean except for Superman <laughs> except or for Batman yeah. ba- except for Batman and Green Lantern yeah. they're still we're, good because those books are successful. So we're gonna reboot. keep their continuity except for Spider Man because we've already rebooted him like three times. <laughs> No, totally. It's all going to go back to Mephisto. It's like the Ultimate Universe, but like all in. The all in Ultimate Universe. They can't. Do it. It wouldn't be bad. No, it would not be bad. It would be bad. Nobody would care. Anyway. (laughs) So, 
Nobody's buying Marvel you comics through now this, anyway. You go through this whole thing. What's the worst that could happen? But it's gonna. They're gonna have to do something with with Steve. I mean, yeah, well, he's it's in prison. Have Don. To come up. I I'm sure like the next writer will do something with it, or in ten years some guy will Ed Brubaker will come in and resurrect him. It'll totally. be awesome. Brubaker no, he's not dead. dead. He's well, that's what prison. I'm saying. He'll bring him back into the story. He's, he's like in prison. Negan. He's like Negan in the TV show. The just like Negan. Dead. He's just in the comic. sitting in a prison. For five Actually, Rick years. lets him You know out. what they'll do? They'll do Old Man old Steve. Man Steve. Dude, they're doing... Did you there see the you new go. previews? Of what? They're old doing man Old Rick. Man Everything now. Well, yeah. yeah old Man... That's because they're all of us that read it. Are old old man. man Hawkeye. They're doing... They did Old Man Hawkeye. They're doing that. another one now. Old Man I can't remember what it is. Oh, they're doing Old Man Rogue. But DC... Totally. DC's Gambit. even getting into it. DC's doing old old man Harley. Harley <laughs> Quinn. There's an old lady Harley Quinn okay. book. And I'm going to say new, this again. I've only said it a hundred times. There's, an, there's another old man. I don't remember what it is, but they're starting another old man. People Marvel. like stories that end, where the characters change and evolve. Marvel is so obsessed with not letting their characters have any kind of consistent, like, in game, you know, like people liked it when Harry Potter went from a boy and his story ended and he kind of evolved and he changed to a slightly older but same sized boy, right? <laughs> people like to see their characters change, and Marvel won't do that because, like, well, we're gonna keep Spider Man Peter Parker for 100 years because that's what we all grew up reading, and it's not fair to take it away. But Why but then they want their cake and eat it too, so we're like, oh, but we'll do old man Spider Man, so it's like Spider Man did end, but not really, but it's like an Elseworlds. They've thing. been doing that forever. They had the yeah, Marvel the I end know. of everything. I know. It's like, dude, they ago. want their cake and eat it too. Just make your stories have. You realize endings. you guys are complaining about books you're buying and reading. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, well, he is. <laughs> He's complaining about books I'm buying. You're doing yeah. Marvel Unlimited app. I know. And you're reading it. Not really. So it kind of <laughs> is working, isn't it? I guess. And, and, and the art, old stuff. since since it came out like I don't know how often it came out, like twice a month, and they were like I don't know fifty pages. I think it came issue. out every day. Didn't There's it? like three artists could, per issue. Yeah, they couldn't keep up, so the art is very darn. It's Daniel Cuna does some of it. Uh, Steve McNiven does some of it. Um, Sorrentino. There's yeah. a lot of it. I like Sorrentino. Yeah. Dude, they should have just, like, whatever it takes for McNiven to do the whole thing, just have McNiven do the whole thing. That would that be would 10, have years. Taken 10 years. Then fine. <laughs> so, so like, how, but you can't intersperse his art with some of the other stuff I've seen he in only that series. Did, he only did, like, the bookends. He did, like, <laughs> issue one and he did issue two. Well, he was going to do that, the Return of Wolverine, you know, like, it's a four issue series. He yeah. had, like, tons of lead time. Yeah. He got, like, two issues in. He's like, yeah, we have to bring in a guy to kind of finish. <laughs> Oh so Steve McNiven. McNiven did like one and ten, and then it was like Andreas Sorrentino, Lionel Francis, you. Jesus. Um, he must redry every page like ten times. Those guys so bounce around through it. Dude, Lionel you is awesome. Yeah, I'm reading the Magic Order, too. and I like his art so but much. That's not Lionel you. No, that's yeah, Coypel. Oh shit! I was getting the two yeah. confused. They I like have them both. similar styles. I like them both. Lionel Coypel's a little. His art looks rushed in some of those no. issues. I mean, it looks good, but it looks like it could be better if you had more time. <laughs> well, that's usually true. <laughs> that's Marvel, yeah. All right, Scott's up next. We're doing Secret Empire for now. Are we? Yep. Walking Dead. Number 15. Book 15. This seems rather short for a big card cover, doesn't it? I don't know. Not I much mean, happens. Still, it's a year, right? Yeah, yeah. Walking Dead still going? Yeah. It is. I keep it wondering is. where my jumping off point is. Yeah. I can't find it. 
I did mine already. Just... I'm not in the book, though. I you keep reading it. I do because you keep buying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really what it boils down to. But don't you kind of feel like there's shit, like you're getting to where you're kind of wanting to jump in off point a little bit? But it's still uh, interesting. Honestly, I oh, jumped hey. off after the big old war and that oh. Negan type thing. You didn't give me like the, you gave me like three books at one time then oh. for me to catch on up. So I pretty much did. And then you're like, ah, I'm running out of stuff for you to read, Scott. Here, I'll have a, how about you catch up on Walking Dead? Uh, okay. You're buying the hardcovers? I'm going to stop buying single issues. And uh, that's, that's fine. Okay. You know, and, and to your point, though, this, uh, like I say, it just seems like a thin hardcover compared it's to the other ones. It's still, I don't know. It they just, use 12 issues. Maybe that's it. But, uh, it, yeah, nothing happens. I mean, I can tell you, spoiler alert, <laughs> nobody dies. This Somebody. is Walking Dead. And a year's worth of Walking Dead. Nobody dies. Nobody dies. Well, I don't know. Maybe some zombies, but I mean. Michonne found her daughter. I know that. That's like the biggest thing that happens in the whole damn thing. And they find oh, this and they cool pick new... up this new girl, princess. Yeah, her. Yes. I don't like her. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. It, I mean, she's okay. It, it's okay, but it's like trying to be his new, you know, character that's gonna carry some things, you know. I am like, a little interested. In what's happening with Negan, though? I could care a little bit less. I well, oh, so wow. So maybe I don't even give you the next one. Is that what you're saying? I don't. Like, even if, even if it's free, you're like, I don't want to read I think it. I read them just because what did you it's think Kirkman. Of the new society. Kirkman still writes well. I mean, this is a year's worth of comics that don't do nothing. Go nowhere. Nobody dies. You know, they find some new people. But it's do? It is. He still writes very well. And somehow I can sit here down and read the whole dang book, you know, in what, uh, an hour or something like that. And I'm, I feel somewhat engaged into it. You so know? somehow it's like the zombie Seinfeld of comic books? Uh, perhaps, yes. Nothing happens, Definitely but it's somehow one. engaging. Yeah. So they find this very, like, uh, like uh, in an hour. they find this very well put together, like other community society. Yeah, no, it's Kirkman too. And, it's and the trick wordy, is, so, so the society says, what were you in your last life? Like before the apocalypse, what were you? Were you a janitor? All right, you're a janitor now. Were you a lawyer? Okay, you're top of the food chain. You have more money, it's more like, food, everything. So based on whatever you were in your last life, the society places you in there, and then you have like chances to like issue, work up to like work up the ladder. Yeah, but okay. you basically start wherever you were before. Why wouldn't people just lie and say they were something awesome? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Because they don't. Well, part of it is they don't know. They don't know what they're coming in for. You know, because they just come in. They say, "Hey, welcome to our community. We have a couple questions to ask you. This type of stuff. You know, hey, did you kill anybody? Did you do this? What did you do in your past life? You know, uh, I was a lawyer. Oh, I was a teacher. Okay, well, teacher. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, you, you lawyer. You're, yeah, you're you get a really nice and the apartment. Other going, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, type of things. And then they, yeah, well, then they interview the people. You know, that get to pass through door number one, and they go, "Oh, well, you were this. Okay, you're gonna get this, this, and this. Oh, your daughter's here. Oh my God, let's go find her. You know, type of things. Because you say you're a lawyer." Lawyer. It'd be <laughs> really useful for you. I have no idea why they need a lawyer for yeah, sure. Yeah, seriously. But uh, anyway. I would have thought that would have been the bottom of the food chain. Right, so. no, it's the top. Well, and the and thing is, like, the one guy, you know, Eugene shows up and he's like, I'm a teacher, you know, and they're like, ah, yeah, we're going to put you to the side. But, you know, then one of the other guys is saying, dude, the teacher here, he's a freaking genius, you know, we need him around, you know. I mean, definitely worker bee can be fine, but Duke could build a car if he had time <laughs> long enough, you know, type thing. So, had enough time. So, they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to need him. Well, at the end of the book, it's interesting because then they run in, because then they meet up with Rick, who's like Mr. Everybody's Equal type of guy. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? Why would you even create a society like yeah. that? Seriously. Yeah. So, there's this big, like, 
headbutting. Well, you know that there's something. Like, we really want to keep the worst aspects of our previous society. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Kind of what we're going for. The problem is, is that this new area, the Commonwealth, as they call it, is fifty thousand strong. Yeah, like they're huge. Like they're, they're huge way bigger than the mouth. Yeah. We actually get rid of all the doctors because we agreed that you know healthcare shouldn't exist for people. <laughs> so we just assassinate all the doctors when they come in. It could be. So and, that, that's and the it big. turns out that, of course, you know, the person who runs the Commonwealth is uh, named the governor, you know, type of thing of the of the area, of you the know, Commonwealth. Type of, thing, of the yeah. Commonwealth. Another governor. Yes, right. exactly right. And so, you know, Rick even mentions that. He goes, well, the person named the governor did this, you know, so you can understand him. I don't <laughs> so exactly I don't trust you, you know, right away. So, you know. See, so you like this. I mean, you're I'm like, telling you, Kirkman can write a tale. You like Kirk, come into this like, you're like, I want to shit on this. I know. But it's good. But yeah. Kirkman can write mean. is the biggest problem. I, I, I want to strangle the guy because he writes so well, keeps me engaged. He's, you know, he does this type of stuff. But then at the end of the day... You read the whole thing, it's a Walking Dead book. Yeah. Nobody dies. I kind of wish know? all the zombies would have eaten everybody so he could have like <laughs> made Invincible go longer. Right. That could be. Because that was really good. You know, at the wow. the book ends, you know, what's his name? Uh, Carl, still at the hilltop. <laughs> Maggie's still alive at the hilltop, running things. You know, Rick is still in Alexandria, running things. You know, I, nothing's <laughs> changed in a year. You know, the only thing is Michonne ran around and met some people. You Spider know? daughter. And found her daughter, yes. And there's a, new, daughter. there's a new community. Is, so, she, is she walking? Is she, is she going by foot? No, they have horses. They have horses. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, a year. On a... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they had radioed these people well, before. Well, they killed so they Andrea in the last book. That was I know, I know. Well, they had something there, and they had a war going on, and Negan gets out, you know. And it's kind of like stuff, the epilogue you know? book. You know, I guess you did the have the one guy from the Whisperers, whatever, the, the beta. He, oh, he's he in died. here, and he dies. So there's yeah. something that happened. You know, Negan's even in this, you know, but he's, he doesn't do much. He still, he, he, he lives at the end, you know? I got the impression that Kirkman had an end game and then maybe he kind of just really like cashing those walking dead jokes. <laughs> I, I could, I would tend to agree with that. Okay. Well, I think he said in an interview, I have an ending. I just don't know how, when we'll get there. When he will do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now he's actually got Two to the years point where people are done with it. Where Negan now is. Maybe. On his own, out there, free, and you know, has been a is now a character, you know, that's you roaming somewhat to roof for maybe. It's kind of like the Rick of the TV show. He's just kind of out there roaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose so. Like so, so yes, it's Walking Dead. As much as you know, I I want to dislike it and whatever else. It's still it, like I said. I'm looking for the jumping know, off point. Kirkman is a good writer. I've said it many times before. He. Even if it's something I don't even care about anymore, he's entertaining enough that I will I will keep with it, and I can't really say that it's awful by any means. And I don't know what I think about Princess. I I don't know. I don't know if I I yeah, can't say I really just, hated her. Yeah. I mean, she had some cool things, but she's kind of like that annoying little girl that just won't shut up, you know, type of thing. So, the one, the one, the one. What? So, what did you read? Did you read anything? Yeah. <laughs> I read Burnout's number one. We always have to get number one in here. Oh, that you always terrible. That does look terrible. I can't believe you bought that. Wasn't that a movie with uh, Seth Rogen? It sounded kind of <laughs> Well, it's every movie with Seth Rogen. Uh, no, but like, what's the one where they like, uh, Simon Pegg, and they like, they're stoners that find an alien? Not um, quite. This is like, um, oh, man, what was that movie? I can't remember. This is like a stoner movie meets They Live. 
So when the stoners get high, they, they see can the see aliens. the aliens, of course. So they get high well, and they go concept. hunting Wars. aliens. So that's the premise. Is this so, a Kevin so, Smith book? Right, so, it should be. It sounds like a Seth Rogen <laughs> one. I mean, so my, so my question is, at the end of the series, do you think they really, the aliens really existed, or did they just see the aliens when they get I high? I think so. Or like, is it not... other people that they think are aliens, and they're beating the hell <laughs> out of them and killing aliens, them? Right? Well, you got, like, the stoners, and there's a couple kids who are, like, the nerdy kids, but they're like, we want to go to a party, and life is too boring, we're too study too much, we need to go hang out with the cool kids, and so they go to the party, and, of course, the kid gets, like, a contact high or whatever, and he starts seeing aliens, and then he meets up with the guys who, like, actually smoke it all the time and see the aliens all the time, and then he kind of joins their alien hunting squad, you know, so. The art kind of um, reminds me a little bit of, um, was it Dead at Seventeen? Yeah, I can see that. What's weird is the cover artist is a totally different style than the interior artist. I hate when they do that. Right? So it's a bit of a bait and switch. Like, yeah. you see the cover, you're like, oh, that's cool. And you open it, it's like, well, that's cool too, but it is totally different. I don't see much of a difference between the cover and the interior. Really? No, this guy uses very, like, that, thick lines. kind of rough, kind of sketchy. And this has very nice, thin kind of... Maybe it's just because what? neither one of them really... Appeal to you. Appeal it's to actually me. not so a bad book. I was going to say aren't good, lump but appeal to you. I like. I think it's got category. potential. If they can kind of develop these characters, it's kind of like, I think it'd be cool. How come? We'll see. Uh, okay, uh, let me see your pile. Because I'm not seeing... Or, is no one reading Paper Girls? Oh, yeah, Paul. I read Paper Girls. I read Paper yeah, Girls thanks to just, him. Oh, okay. That's freaking great. He just great. talked about that. I did not too long ago. Last okay. okay. It's on hiatus right now, isn't it? I haven't seen one. I, I don't know. I was just kind of surprised that Paper Girls is like, like fantastic. It is really great. Yeah. 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 I also read Bully Wars. Well, I think I told that one, yeah. you know, last time. In okay. which He gave me pi Paper Girls, and I'm thinking, Paper Girls, what the yeah. hell is he giving me here? You know, whatever. Scott and then, it. Yeah. And then I like start reading. Oh. You know, Bendis, or no, it's not Bendis, uh, it's a Bond. Yeah, yeah. Bond. And I'm like, wow, well, maybe. And then I read it and I was like, yeah, I instantly fell in love with that thing. Paper Girls so, should get all the love that Saga got. And I didn't like Saga, so that's why I say that. I, I like that. Saga too. I like Saga. Hey, everybody likes Saga but me. I don't think uh, you did, dude. Bully Wars. Oh, no, huh? I love Saga. Do you like Bully Wars? Like so Wars? it must just be you. No, that's my art, favorite book in the world. That art is Saga. really off putting. What? I'm really? Yeah. I was just trying to get a rise out of him. Bully Wars? It's kind of fun. It, it kind of reminds me of Codename Kids Next Door, but like the weird aggro version of that. Like, uh, like what see. happens when the artist turned into a teenager, you know, kind of? Hmm. Possibly. I don't know. I think it's kind of, well, I mean, it is what, Scotty Young, right? Yeah, Scotty Young writes it, yeah. Conley draws it. Um, you like that, huh? That's interesting. Oh, yeah, I, I dig it. Um, but anyway, so Bully Wars is, these kids are going to high school, there's a little nerdy kid, there's the bully, who was his bully in middle school, they're going to high school, where the bully gets to high school and finds out that he's the low bully on the totem pole. And so the nerdy kid says, you know, I'd rather have the enemy I know than the enemy I don't know. And so there's a bully wars where all the bullies like have a war to find out who gets to be the top bully for the year. Oh, that's kind of funny. So the kid is helping the bully win the war. So he's like helping him train and kind of doing the strategy or whatever so that the bully can win the war and then he can be the bully of the high school. And so they have kind of a deal there Got it. type of thing. So that's a basic premise. And so, you know, I think this issue is mostly training. Like he's... He's, like, doing all sorts of bully training, you know. And the art's really cool. Like, the layout is cool. Like, he's going, like, down the sewers. I like the layout. Yeah. I mean, it's very creative. 
um, ends up through the toilet. <laughs> it's, just like, it's, it's very kind of Mad Magazine-ish type it of thing. It is. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I, now that I'm looking at it, like, I kind of respect the art. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really I good. Have, I, would, I would not have picked it up ever from that. Right, though. right, yeah. So, but, uh, anyway, there's, there's this really obnoxious coach, you know, who kind of runs the Bully Wars and everything, but twists and turns abound. Are you liking it? Oh, yeah. Totally digging it. I like Scotty Young. It's very fun, kind of light. What else has Scotty Young done? I hate Fairyland. I hate Fairyland? Did you ever read that book? No. Yeah, okay. It's fun. Same kind of thing. Fun book. Scotty Young does all the covers with the little kids. He does all the like oh, Marvel. Yeah, that's covers. how I know the name. Yeah, he okay. also did all the Oz books, Oz like books. the Wizard of Oz books. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. he drew those. For like yeah, he does all the covers of like the little baby. Got it. Yeah, it's got He's that. huge. I, I mean, I recognize the name, but I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Okay. That's his kind of claim to fame. So, but yeah, Bully was just fun. Did you read anything else, Don? Avengers. Yeah, I, I read Avengers: Surrender. I have one other book I want to talk about, too. No, wait. Where is this in the timeline compared this to... This is after this. This now, is 1989. why do you have this in a hardcover and not single issues, Don? Because I... That is a good question. Because I didn't buy... I, I, I stopped buying Avengers because they broke off into, but like... then you bought the hardcover? Five different books. Five different teams. So they had, like, five different books. So that's when they really hooked you. No, that's when I was like, screw this, I'm out. I can't follow this many Avengers. And most of them, I don't know who they are. So, so why'd you buy the hardcover? <laughs> okay, so basically this was, uh, it's like... Someone give it 16... to you? No, I bought it. <laughs> it was 16 issues. It's like a weekly series, right? They did it weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Hardcovers? Yes. Yeah, it's weekly hardcovers. Hard <laughs> They're $40 a piece. or 16 weeks of them. Right. Don spent $2,000 on hardcovers. 600 different artists. <laughs> No, so I was listening to a podcast. I didn't know what this was. I didn't even know. What do it people was like. listen to podcasts weekly? I do. Oh, nice. So I, I listened to a podcast with I think it was Mark Wade, and he was talking about oh. this. This actually, this is the one where they kind of did it. Well, they sort of did it right. This led up to, and the last issue came out like when Avengers: Infinity War came out. So it was gotcha. like it was a build up, but it doesn't have anything to do with Avengers: Infinity War. No. But it kind of built up, and but anyway, so what this is basically <laughs> is contest of champions. Oh, I like contest of champions. Yeah, like number thirty-five or whatever. How many they've done? I followed Jim Zub, and he was talking about it quite a bit. Yeah, he was pretty excited about it. I, it sounded interesting, so I wanted to, to buy it. The art's really it. cool. It had really solid people on it. I mean, it's got. Yeah. So can Ali you just Mark pick Lee. this up with no prior knowledge yes. and just jump in and have fun? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, down. All right, I'll That's take a good. picture of that one. Absolutely. That's you, one I can read. You can read on the um, app, which was what I'll do. So, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, so they enter. Okay, so you're reading. I'm reading this book, and it's like, it's almost like the end of the world, like tidal waves, like everything's happening, and. All the Avengers are all the different Avengers teams are like running around trying to put out all the different fires everywhere, and then they all come together at Avengers Mansion, and then this character shows up. Is it the um, Grandmaster? No, he Grandmaster Flash. Grandmaster Flash, yes. It's old. He old. doesn't show up right away, but there's this character, and her name is like Vector, I think. Vector. And she's like. Yeah, I was one of the original Avengers, and they're like, oh, you're back. They're like, great, awesome. 
And then they go back and they show like script dialogue. They show they show like all the who wrote that dialogue. They show <laughs> Al Ewing it was Al Ewing. They show like the cover to Avengers number one, and she's there with like the other five uh, Avengers. And there's, there's a like, comic book of Avengers number one and, like, in the Avengers. All, yes, comic? and so like all it's the like breaking the fourth wall. All the big events like that happened in Avengers, they all happen, and she's like a part of it. There. Is there a cosmic yeah. cube that rewrote history in it? No. <laughs> so like, see, she's she's there yeah. with the original Avengers. She's up here. Oh, she's here. She's gotcha. here with Vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you know she's doing okay. all the stuff. And I'm like, I don't know who this is. Like, man, I guess what? I missed that issue. I yeah, I guess I, I missed like the first hundred issues of Avengers where this chick was part of the Avengers, but they all accept her. Hmm. And then. Basically, they Suspicious. they take the the Earth and they move the Earth, and it's Superman the battleground. Like on an axis? No, or? they like take the Earth. It just disappears and like it moves. Like the whole Earth and the Moon like move. They what happens to all the people on the Earth? To a I guess they're still there. Yeah, to like a different. It, the grand are they in the contest of champions too? Yes. Oh. I guess I don't know. They're, They're not really focus well. on those people. They focus mainly on the superheroes. Oh, okay. Can they breathe? Yes. Okay. So the atmosphere. The atmosphere. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I comic just, I have book. so many questions. It's, it's a comic book. Suspend what's belief. Suspend belief. How many Spider Mans are there? I'm still there's a bunch. When they're coming out with a hardcover every couple of weeks. Yes, I know, right? You're yeah. still reeling on the amount of money I spent on that. <laughs> for the next 16 podcasts. Did you podcasts, have to take a second job? Do, for the <laughs> next 16 podcasts, I'm going to do one of the hardcovers. One of the hardcovers. That sounds epic. It's <laughs> so, like Japanese, like One Piece or something. So, like a thousand volumes. Yes. A thousand volumes of Avengers notes. Fairy tale. Yeah. There's that one's got a lot, right? Yeah, I think it um, does. But the art's cool. They got three really good guys on there that, and the, uh, it meshes really well. And so they. Angel they, Medina? No, Paco Medina. Paco Medina. Wish Angel Medina. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool, fun Avengers story. Um, obviously, there's a twist. Well, not obviously. Are all three dudes but there Hispanic is, from Mexico? There is a twist. No, I Pepe is like Italian, isn't he? I don't know. <laughs> There is a twist with, of course there is. with Vector, that plays out in the story. Um, I like a twist. Yes, what a twist. Um, I just want you to you say that. Um, no, I didn't. Oh. Well, it, you, it's not really one you can see coming. It, no, it's like one not. of those that. It's come like out one of those ones where it's like we better put a twist in here now. Well, it's like Jeff Loeb, like whenever he did like the, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you have no idea. Like figure out who the Red Hulk is. Oh, it's somebody I've never heard of before. It's Thunderbolt Ross. It's kind of like what this is. It's like, oh, I've never... or More uh, of a Scooby-Doo ending? Yeah, it was the... What was the one? The Long Halloween. Long Halloween, yeah. Or Hush or whatever. Where yeah. Like, yeah, I've never heard this character before. Oh, oh yeah, he's Dick a bad Grayson's guy? Back. Okay, cool. One of the Robins. But, no, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, the story's really well. You don't have to really be up on the Avengers. It does a deal at the beginning where it... I don't know if it's every issue, but I know at the very beginning of it, it like tells every character, of, like what team they're on. Oh, I love and, those. That um, was twelve. Yeah, a little over his. There. Oh, nice. Right there. Yeah, I think they do it on every every issue or whatever. There's a U.S. Like, Avengers. Yeah, and actually, the U.S. Avengers, like, if I would have paid attention to like solicits, it has like Sunspot and but no U.S. Sam Guthrie. Um, 
uh, Sunspot is you is oh no he's Citizen Z five Citizen Z Sunspot they took over like AIM like AIM went bankrupt and they bought AIM and the new mutants did I didn't think they had that much money well the government did or something. I don't know somebody uh, bought over AIM and they brought in new mutants AIM and then Sunspot was running it using all the AIM technology I don't know it's kind of weird that would be a kind of a book that I would be interested in looking into but well Chris Claremont is going to undo that when he takes over did you say that Rob Liefeld is going to draw X-Force? I think he's coming back. Really? He's X-Force. coming back for that? Because they're soliciting X-Force already. Oh, he's not doing that X-Force book. I thought you said he was doing it. I said Rob Liefeld was going to get hired by to do some X-Men work because now that X-Men, now that Fox owns the, or now that Disney oh, owns the You were the just Fox talking out of your butt? It's That's what like he not, said. Oh, gotcha. Okay. He didn't say what he was going to do. He just said now they had higher budgets for the X-Books. Now like, that Disney owned like Fox. a budget. Yeah. yeah. moving right into the next one, huh? I know, but he did it, so I'm doing it. Wow. Smack, smack. We already talked about this one. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Um, last then week. let's talk about it again. Well, Same. I, Drew, only read the first trade. I read the two trades. I read oh, this library giant edition. library edition. And I hadn't read it when Drew talked about it. This book is really good. Gorgeous art. Yes, so, yeah. it is. Yeah. So, um, but it's only eight, eight towns. issues. Huh? Yeah, I know it's only eight issues. <laughs> There's a lot of back matter in there. He's got a lot of like little stories and stuff. That's next um, so, yes. and then he published like I guess he started it as a novel. Yeah, he did that in the trade too. He had oh, did he? I didn't. That's the only thing I didn't read. Was the I'm not reading some novel. That's why I read the comic the novelization book, part. <laughs> So basically, Matt, this, because Scott already knows and Drew already knows, so there's this town, oh, so there's this town, (laughs) and they have a witch that lives in the town. Was she assigned to them? No. (laughs) She just just randomly lives there and is a witch. And then she's a really helpful witch. So it's coincidental. She's like healing people. Right, she heals people, and then she goes out into the forest, and she like makes some evil friends, like tree people and like demons and stuff and so then the, the townspeople get kind of antsy about that scared they're 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 kind of leery the so they burn the witch burn the witch oh, oh, stupid right. villagers and so she's hard to burn every time how many times do we have to go over this <laughs> she is hard to burn um and burn so like as a, she dies goes up like of course she puts a curse on the town she's like she's like i will return i will be back and so who wouldn't say that? All the all the townspeople are always like all the years. They're like, is that her? They're like keeping their eye open because nice. she's gonna be reincarnated. She's gonna totally. be reincarnated, so they're keeping their eye. So they just so, kill every daughter that ha- that's born, right? Pretty much, or they keep a really close they keep eye, on really close eye on her. So, which okay, so like in this one, I don't See get that girl it. on the cover, killing kids. It's one of so, Don's favorite books. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Drew likes get this. teenagers with braces, and so Don like, likes killing kids. So like they walk around and they find this girl. Like, that's born in a tree. Like, the tree <laughs> that they burned the witch at. Oh, boy. And they go ahead and take her in. Of course they What? It, I don't remember that. that seems oh, maybe like that's in, like, the next part. <laughs> you don't remember that? Perhaps you I did not remember You don't remember that. how they got... Maybe that's what he thought that guy got I thought the she's their daughter. He's her... I thought he's... She's his daughter. They found her in a tree? Yeah. Oh. The tree they burned the witch in. Oh, well, that's suspicious. I know, right? <laughs> no wonder they were keeping an eye on her. How many medical? Is that where all the children have? come from? Yes, that's where all the children. <laughs> they get all their children from this tree. Tree children. One of these is gonna be the witch. I'm sure of it. 
I think uh, that's something from uh, Game of Thrones. Isn't so it? anyway, um, she, <laughs> yeah, she, uh, so it's a sequel to the '80s horror classic *Children of the Corn*. Yeah, *Children of the, the guy, Trees*. The guy, the main character, her her dad, they live on a farm. She's like eighteen. Weird shit starts. They don't really explain how old she is. Is she eighteen? I think so. He, he draws her like about, a twelve-year-old. He talks about how it's time for her to move on or like go out to college or meet a, yeah, meet a man and so get married yeah, or whatever. <laughs> because I, I kept, the more I would read Sixth Gun, the more I was like, I really kind of want a comedy version of this. <laughs> and I, I like just decided because they started doing the, the big Trouble in Little China comic. So oh, I started yeah. picking that up. Yeah. And I've read like most of that now. And I, I realized you'd made the comment about they're making everything the old man oh, no, something. old man. There's Jack old Burton. man uh, Burton. Right. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. old man Jack. And I've just read those. Okay. I, I'd forgotten that about Are that. they good? Well, if you like Big Trouble in Little if China, like then it's spot on. Did I didn't you, like the comic. I didn't like the comic either, but did you read the um, the Big Trouble in Little China crossover with Escape from New York? Yes. That was freaking awesome. That was great. Where it was both of the... Yeah. Burton <laughs> both of the... Twiskin. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. They meet each other. That was good. I liked that, but I... I wasn't a big fan of the Big Trouble in Little China comic. Oh, I dug it. I I, I enjoyed the crossover event. I liked. Yeah. I I was amused by Old Man Jack. Um, but like, okay, so you're talking about how it, there's a buildup, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things I like about uh, Big Trouble is like I have no expectation of an ending. I don't need a resolution. Mm, right. I just kind of want that character doing stupid shit on an ongoing basis because it's just like, it's like my Archie. You know, it's just like that great kind of fun, whimsical book that just, is, it's yeah. fun to see the characters continue. And see yeah. keep going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was, I, so I have been reading that as well. I, this is great. I, I have like all these weird little random books that I can throw in. That's here right. And That's talk right. About with you guys. It works perfect. Overall, Six Gun, though, is good. And I, the Six Gun for me, I told Drew this one before, after reading the first, you know, 12 issues or whatever, the first overall arc, I don't know if I was totally sold on it because it was kind of like, one of those times in which they're like, here, we're going to throw these out here to test the water, see it, and have this nice little self-contained story. But to me, it was like, yeah, it's got some little, you know, ideas with it, but I don't know if I was totally buying into our anti-hero of Sinclair. And at the end of the day, it just seemed like a big bad that they were just trying to defeat and get some guns back and everything was fine. As though, as he's taken that intro and gone with it and made something that's not only a western but you know has this weird mythical mystics you know with it and has you know kind of what the voodoo even with it and you know throws in some horror and everything how he's mixed everything into this has just been fantastic and a fun ride so you're gonna, you're gonna finish that i would oh, yeah. Oh, yeah have you read letter 44 i have not okay that's another oni press mm. book yeah um, I'm buying the. There's omnibus coming out. Is I'm buying the, the library editions of that. I have the first two, I think. I read mm. the first couple of trades. Yeah, um, I liked that. I enjoyed that. Uh, but I, to me, uh, the the writing style or something about it, the voice, it's obviously totally different story and tone and everything. But like, or uh, not tone, but uh, writer. Um, but the who is the writer on that? Charles Soule. Okay, Charles Soule. I couldn't remember. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's Charles Soule. I think that's right. But there's something about like. I, there's something about if it's like when I was reading Sixth Gun, I was kind of getting into Letter Forty Four kind of at the same time and mm. reading those at the same. And like when I was in the mood for one, it was kind of the same mood for both. Okay. Um, you might you might like that one. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll read them. I've got the two library editions. I think they're gonna do three, but I have the first two I think already. So 
Well, I definitely liked this better than, like, say, Damned, with the way that he's like makes the, the genres and genres and things. Damned is good, you know. It, I mean, it's got it's some building up, type things building up there, but I, I don't know. I think just with the way that he's mixed different things in here, this one been, feels a lot more epic. Kind of uh, possibly, maybe that's game. it. Maybe that's it. There you go. And then here, I'll just finish up with this. Yeah. Uh, my heroes have always been junkies. Uh, Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips. So uh, good. It's good, yeah. I uh, must have totally missed that. Are you a Brubaker fan? Oh, yeah. I, love I went back and looked through my order to see if I have that, and I don't. So I, must I think the totally only problem that I have with this little one shot, I mean, the story is great and everything, but then it has like this kick ending at the end, and oh, okay. I don't I my memory is so bad, I don't remember this was who terrible. the hell the character is in the jail. That she's calling. Oh, because it's someone from the criminal. I'm book, sure it's uh, somebody from those other books, is it? from those other series, was. but I just don't know. Like I said, my memory is crap. I don't really remember who it is. But overall, you know, I mean, it's kind of that Brubaker type of type of story. You know, I mean, wordy, good build up of characters, backstabbing going on. You know, you know, there's something going on there, and uh, it works very well. Mm. It's very. I mean, this is a quick read. I oh, mean, yeah. this is. Very short. So, yeah, I mean, it would only take Don maybe a day or two to read. <laughs> Ooh, words are hard. <laughs> <laughs> I like pictures. How many? How many kick volumes of Kickass are there? This is the new Kickass. This is the new one. They did they three, I think, and then they've rebooted. There's a new one. Yeah, well, they they ended it, and then of well, you got to finish off. So I didn't know how to pronounce this until I read the book. And I or are you going to talk New about York? this one, I guess? It's New York, yeah. Because basically she's finding New York. I guess I should have known that from the Statue of Liberty. That's what me. Should have been obvious. Displayed of the Apes? Kind of. Oh. <laughs> so, like, this starts with this, like, a post-apocalyptic thing. People have gone back to, like, primitive times. Damn, and there's Displayed this, of the Apes. And there's this kid. He's, like, this little black kid. And the rest of the tribe hates him because he's, uh, he's the dark one because the rest of them are white. And so he's kind of, like, the outcast of the tribe. And he kind of wanders around this post-apocalyptic thing. But he discovers some, like, cool... He gets, like, a shotgun, and he's, like, a badass compared to everybody else. And so... Um, kills, like, a tiger and thinks he's, like, got the fist of God in his hand. But he ends up... The big twist is he ends up finding, like... The statue of some other people <laughs> going to New York and finding some other people. Turns out, like, everybody like went to Mars and left them behind. Nice. <laughs> and then the Mars people are like, There's still humans here? You know, kind of they find him. So it's a cool, kind of like twisty, hmm. post apocalyptic, fun science fiction story. It's European, which is why it's a sort of a different size because they publish their books in those albums. It's basically three albums in one. Typically, a European French album is like. 48 about pages or whatever so it's about 150 pages total You're but, so uh, cultured it's a uh, super cool like yeah. i say you know the art is really cool it is it looks like it yeah um i looked up this guy olivier vatine he actually did he drew he didn't write it but he drew the dark horse uh, adaptation of the Timothy Zahn books, like the Heir to the Empire. Oh, and Last oh. Although, so I went and found those on the Marvel Unlimited app. I was reading those. Are they on? Yeah, yeah, they're on there because they have all the Star Wars stuff on there. So I, I really liked his art. So I checked him out. And I was like, oh yeah, it's a slightly different style. And the coloring's a little more uh, older because those came out quite a bit different. So the color isn't quite as modern. But hmm. no, this is pretty fun, pretty cool little post-apocalyptic kind of thing. It all works pretty well. Kind of a complete story. So yeah, good stuff. 
All right, I'm I'll done. talk about You're done? and then I'll be done. I'm done. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. You always have so many things. I just wanted to talk about Kick-Ass because I really enjoyed this. So Did you? Yeah. What if Kick-Ass was a girl. female? Was a woman. And, and a black Punis- female. And the Punisher. He's trying to be diverse. He tra- is. So he basically turns Kick-Ass kind of into kick the ass. Punisher. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wasn't Kick-Ass already the Punisher? Not really. Oh, okay. This is more the Punisher. Um, I mean, maybe issues, that's why it? I like it. Uh, it's ongoing. Like, oh, it's ongoing because oh they bring gosh. in different creators. Yeah, now Steve. So, so uh, yeah. Mark Miller and John we Romita Jr. Which one is Lemire doing? Is he six. doing Hit Girl? I don't know. Maybe I'm not buying that. What? Um, it's freaking Lemire. And so uh, that cover though is really great. Yeah. Um, How's Marcello Frusen? I like it. I've never I heard like of him. that person. Um, I think he did. Uh, he's done something. He might. I don't know what he did, but yeah. I like the artwork. Um, okay, so Steve Niles is an interesting choice as well. Huh? Steve Niles is an interesting choice yeah, to take over. It's not really a horror book, but uh, excuse me. All right, so the premise of of this is there's this um, whatever normal human African American female black female becomes kick ass. She is in the army. She's over whatever in Afghanistan or wherever. And she... She can twist her body weird. That's kind of cool. She can't twist her body weird. (laughs) So she she finally finishes her her tour of duty, her whatever. She comes back home, and she has a couple kids. She's married. But when she comes home, she finds out that her husband left her. Um, And so she basically has two kids, no husband. He doesn't have a job. She's wiping kids' butts, too. Yeah. That's never fun. She was really excited to come home. I always wanted to read that in the comic, though. Because um, (laughs) she um, had supported her husband while she was over there. And when she came back, she was going to go back to school, start a career. And her husband was going to go get a job. And he was going to take care of the family while she went and got her school. But But then then when she comes back, he decided, no, I didn't want to do that. So he just leaves. Women get the short end, man. I know. And so it's pretty much she's doesn't have very much money. She's working a job. But she has all this um, army training skills. So this is in the world of Kick-Ass. It's after Kick-Ass. And so she decides that she's going to. She finds this. She finds drug, a suit. She finds a drug runner or whatever, oh, and yeah. like the the drop off guy that drops off money. Yeah. And she's like, ooh, she's like, that would be really easy. She's like, I don't have any money. I'm busting my ass working as a waitress, like two jobs plus trying to go to school, Lots take care of, of two kids. She's like, I could do this and I could pay off because she has like all these bills that she has to pay off. I hate bills. Well, like credit card bills and stuff. Those are the worst. She's got all this debt. And she's like, I would be fighting crime. I would be taking the money away from the bad guys. She's like, I'm only going to take enough to pay off my stuff. And then I'm going to donate the rest of the money to charity. And buy a Lamborghini. (laughs) No, she does not buy a Lamborghini. So she does it. And she dresses up like kick-ass. Well, of course. And it goes really well. And so she's like... So then she goes back to the grind, and she's working her job, and going to school, and taking care of her kids, and she just can't make enough money to to make ends meet. So she's like, hey, she's like, I could start doing this some more. And she's like, but I'm only going to take 
Like, I was making, whatever, $800 a week as a soldier. She's like, I'm only going to take a soldier's pay, and then I'm going to donate the rest of the money to charity. To my Lamborghini. Yes, to my Lamborghini. I don't know Drew's where you came up with a Lamborghini. There's no Lamborghini in this book. There's huh. no mention of a Lamborghini. There should be. No be better. I heard Mark Miller bought a Lamborghini. <laughs> you know, that money. So, anyway. So, you like that this? Is, yeah, I like it. I think maybe because it's got more of a Punisher twist to it. Uh, no, thing or whatever. But, um, but no, I like it. Um, and, of course, you know, it's not just that straightforward. Like, one of the guys that... Um, so she ends up spreading out and taking over, taking out more mob bosses and taking out more stuff. Well, her, I think it's her sister. I have a question. Yes. Did all her nerves get damaged so she can't feel pain like Kick-Ass? No. Does she have a metal plate? No. Oh, this is shenanigans. Well, I don't know what Kick-Ass did. <laughs> so, no, she's so her sister, her sister's husband, her brother-in-law, she think maybe works for a better name? one of the gangsters. And oh, so it's complicated, right? It gets complicated because they actually capture her, oh, that's and awkward. the brother-in-law is there. No. And I don't remember seeing this in the book, but all hell breaks loose. Like the whole thing blows up. He goes into a coma, oh. and he's basically on like life support. So Did then you read there's like order. Huh? Did you read no, no, no. Okay. But they said that at some point he recognized her, like he saw her, but I don't remember. I even went back and that, looked. Is that I didn't she put see, his ass in a coma? I didn't see, no, it was all an accident, but I didn't see Oblivion. where, I didn't see where her mask came off and he saw her. Oh. But then you have the whole thing where like her sister is calling her like, oh, my husband is in the hospital. They want to take him off life support. Should I let him do it? And she's like, well, if he wakes up, he's going to blow my cover, but if he dies, my sister's going to be really sad, so I'm kind of torn. What do I do? It's kind of like that movie while you were sleeping. Sure. Exactly like that movie get to where while you were sleeping. But then, after that first initial arc, she basically takes over the mob, so she's like running the mob now. Oh, that's like not she's, so right. Is she still donating the money to charity? Yes, yeah, she's still she only taking $800 a week and donating the rest of the money to charity. So, yeah, I guess she's become like the Robin Hood. Mom. But eventually, it's funny because she has like all these these people working for her, and she's using them. And she's like saying to herself, "She's like these guys don't know, but as soon as they do all of my work, I'm gonna take them out too." Wow, she's a hardcore. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, I enjoyed kick it. Ass. I thought it was cool. Heck yeah! Kick ass, kicks ass. Nice. That's good. Cool. Fantastic. Excuse me. Drew, anything else? I got nothing. You sure? I'm sure. I know you really don't need to talk about more stuff. I know, because you um, always have a stack. I mean, that's part of the reason why you do this every other week, is so you can talk about this cool stuff that you read. I think I'm done with Frank oh, Miller. God. I think I'm done with Frank Miller. I just wanted that, to say, I think I'm done with Frank Miller. That wasn't good. I'm going to buy the hardcover. Oh, you should not. You just, just borrow it. the shit. No, I want the done. cool, like, long widescreen thing. You shouldn't have done it. Yeah, you, you do whatever you want. I don't know. You read it, you tell me. It's good to me. Make sure you buy the expensive hardcover first. Yeah, that's yeah, right. It'll, it'll, it'll match my th other 300 hardcover. Right. I need the set. You gotta help Frank yeah. Miller in whatever medical condition he's got. Yeah, I don't he's know, doing man. better. I didn't enjoy it very much. Really? The only thing I did enjoy is that he he does kind of... Oh, that's cool. Look at that picture. What the little dude with the eyes. Wow. Yeah. You I'm down. I don't From what, think that you what little bit I have like, listened... Or read about or learned about. Look at that, you like chop some guy that, in half. Yeah, that's, that's realistic. Cool. Frank Miller. 
He does kind of, he does really, from my untrained brain, Yeah. he really does follow the history fairly well. So It's great. Got that at Comic-Con. I did that. Greg Smallwood. Yeah. Nice. I like how they showed off the show. Anyway, I did not like it. Okay. But you ordered all the issues, right? I did. He did. Sweet. Sucker. And then I couldn't find number two, so I had to wait forever until I found number two, and then I sat down and read all of them. Oh. Because I couldn't read them out of order. Anyway, I'm done. All right. Me too. We're call it good. Matt, any more words of wisdom? Have you been reading Spider-Geddon? No. Yeah. I... After, let's see, I, I got into the Spider-Verse thing a little bit, and it just was just a little too crazy. It was, like, fun for a few issues, and then when it was, I realized it was going to be, like, the new normal, it was too much. Yeah. Are you, you going to go see that movie? Yes! Oh, no, I'll so see excited. that. That looks I, I really am going good. to see this. My my son, Xander, wants to see this, and it's so often, mm. it's not oh, all that often that's that he wants about. to see a movie, so are you reading, I'm like, we're going to go check this thing out. Are you reading the Ryan Otley Spider-Man run? No. No. Oh. No, um, I'm way behind on uh, Spider-Man. I've mostly, on, as far as Marvel goes, I think the only thing I'm reading, I was just checking this, the only thing I've been reading is uh, Star Wars. Um, Star Wars and Darth Vader. Star Wars is good. Star Wars and Darth Vader are both fantastic. Yeah. Are they? And since they're canon, it's kind of it feels like it's worth it. Um, yeah, they're really good. I've been Especially the Dark Vader series. Oh, really? I read the first now, Darth Vader. Now, isn't there two of them, though? Or I don't know. I get mixed up because there's like a... Vader Down or something, isn't there? Yeah, no, that was a. I didn't crossover. read that one. Okay, was it okay. Vader Down was like a crossover that ran through the Vader, but there's been two Vader series a because called CKO Studio. What's that? Because didn't they restart Vader? Yes. Well, they, but they're on volume two. Right, volume two. Okay. So they went to like 24, 25 yeah, issues. They did all the Doctor Aphra stuff, right. and then. Type in VIP access. So, okay, Doc, Doc Afra, did she exist before the Vader series at all? Was she one of them no. that was in the, the past they pulled out of their no, legacy type it's, stuff? It's, or is this just a flat-out new character that's popped up in the last two years? From what I can tell, Dr. Afra was not a part of any extended universe, any okay. legends, stories. She's okay. totally new. And I think she was maybe one of those like throwaway characters that people kind of liked, and so they kept her around for a little bit. Okay, because she's just suddenly blown up and been very popular here over the last, you know, couple of months. I think too, and things there. I see a bit more. I can't. Over, I tell you. she even has her own comic series. I think now too. Yeah, yeah, she did. Well, she did. I don't or know if maybe it's still it's a going. Series. Okay. But it it did exist, and you know, I think she's one of those in, in like Hulk in the movie universe, right? She's great as like a side character, but if you weren't like, it's kind of hard to spend a lot of time with that character because she's okay. a little one dimensional, but you like that one dimension. Um, and that's how I felt about Dr. Afro anyway. Okay. I like the, the evil C-3PO and R2-D2. The, the, the droid characters were good. <laughs> yeah, I dug those. What's the deal with this? All right, so this is a new publisher. They just kind of came out today. Come on, it came out today. Well, I think that, yeah, like they announced it today. So it's TKO Studios, and so they're publishing their books. I don't know if they're going through Diamond. Like, you just buy them online. The shops can order them. You just have to contact them, and you can order them. But I don't think they're going to be distributed through Diamond. Ah, kudos for bypassing Diamond. But they've got four books that they're launching with. What's cool about it... Right, that nobody can get the books. Well... No, so, okay. So you can buy the book three different ways, and they're... You can buy them today. Like, they announced it today. This book is done. 
six issues already out. You can buy all six issues digitally for $15. You can buy the print issues and they give you a box to hold them in for $24.99. Or you can buy a trade paperback for $17.99. You can buy either of the, all three of these versions today. So the six issues or whatever have already been completed. They're available. And they have four series. One is Sarah by Garth Innes and Steve Epting. Nice looks combo. super cool. Yeah. Um, then this one, Seven Deadly Sins. This one is looks super cool as well. I don't know the writer, but the artist is Artyom Tarkhanov. He's like a Russian dude. Oh, He's that undertow yeah. and turncoat. His art's super cool. But all the first issues are free. You can get like a PDF. So you said read the first issue. It'll pop it up. The entire first issue? Yeah, it's wow. free. So if you just want to like see what else. So you can click huh. on it and see if it even looks good. But I mean, yeah. I, I've picked up the art. It looks phenomenal. If well, it ever yeah, loads. But yeah, like it's just really cool looking. But it's kind of like a Western type thing, looks like. Hmm. But, uh, it looks really fantastic on that large iPad, too. Oh, yeah. And then they've got this one. This is the artist, Albert Ponticelli. You like him? Tom Smoke. Is he the guy that did the Frankenstein Yeah, stuff? he did the Frankenstein stuff. He's super cool, too, and this book looks really cool. But each one has, like, a little synopsis. You can get the first issue for free. You can order it digitally, trade paperback, nice. or the issues. The and the issues are not normal comic size. They're, like, oversized. Really? Yeah, wow. as are the trades. So they're, like, a slightly larger format. This last one, uh, the fearsome Dr. Fang, didn't look that great to me. But it's more <laughs> of, like, a traditional kind of, like, pulp hero, superhero type of thing. I just think that's been done too much. But anyway, I just wanted to mention that. It's kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. Kind of a different distribution sort of model. It's kind of like a boutique publisher. Yeah. It kind of looks like. They're not going to do it. But like uh, Jeff Lemire's got a book coming out through him. Hmm. Oh, wow. He's like the coming soon. They have four titles that are that are coming soon. So they have kind four of that, that independent, yeah. you know, artist type of... What I thought was cool is they, like, I was like, you announced it. They wait, the... Wait, the book's already done? You already have six issues out and you can just order trade, order the issues if, you, if you're like Don and you want the single issues or you can order a digital if you want a yeah. digital. So here's three options. They're all still, done. get it all. Yeah, day and day. Yeah. No, I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. So, anyway, interesting. Yeah, this is really cool. I dig this. So, anyway. They should do like a hardcover for like 20. Right? <laughs> That's the, the only cover. thing. It's like, oh yeah, hardcover would be cool. Hardcover. Jeez. But I think the I think there's not that many people who care about hardcovers. Like it's not a mass. Like you and I like them, but I don't think your typical person yeah. would rather just have a trade or single issues or digital. Those are the mass market. It just depends on how much I like the title. Honestly, yeah. For me, if sure. I get a hardcover or not, do I yeah. want to spend that extra? If, if I'm gonna really spend, would. if I'm gonna spend fifteen dollars on a trade or twenty dollars on a hardcover, I'm gonna buy the hardcover. I'm gonna spend the extra five bucks and buy the hardcover. You're probably right. I just don't know. I'd rather save if it's something in which I'm just not sure because of it's I'm gonna, gonna save the five in bucks. In my mind it's gonna hold up longer than a trade. Um, I've had a lot of trades fall apart on me. Yeah. Okay. Like so, I mean like I'll be reading it'll just disintegrate in my hands. Really? I don't I'll know like, that I've had that problem. I don't know. I just don't like trade I mean Wait, I don't are you reading them in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like trades. I mean, a hardcover seems more permanent, more. For some reason, the glue and the shelf. Or I don't know. It just looks cooler it's, on, it's a shelf. on a shelf. It's easier to read. I don't know. I just like it. You just feel like you're a snooty comic book reader, right? Well, hardcovers are usually bigger too. Like they're oversized. Well, they usually and so, have. Some and extra. I have bad eyes now, so. They generally have some now, extras now, in there. If it was a little yeah. bit more to get the oversized, I totally agree with that. Oh yeah. I like. I hate when you go to get the trade and it's actually smaller, physically oh, smaller. Comic, that yeah. that I don't like that. But um, 
Yeah, if it's the same if, size. If it was the exact same size, it was the same content, and it was like $5 more, I would buy the hardcover. Wow. What if it was $10 more? That's when it starts to start really seeing mm. if you like it or not. I don't know. I think it might make it more attractive for Donald. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. You're telling me I could spend more money on comic books. <laughs> I'm in. So, do you buy a trade just because it's cheaper? Me? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't put a lot of thought into it. There's only a few comics where I like really care about the format. The rest of them, I'm just reading them to read them. Right. So if it's something I can't get digitally, or like I get a lot of trades when I'll go to like a con or something. Right. There's like a five dollar box or something. Yeah. And so I'll pick up whatever format the book is in that I like. Yeah. Um, because if I'm just reading it, I don't really available care. probably yeah. at that time. Yeah. And so, you know, it, a great example. Like you go to the you go to Newark or San Diego or wherever, and it's like five for five five dollars each. Right. So five for twenty five. And that's uh, trades, but then it's like four for 20 or whatever the math works out to be where it's like a little bit more expensive to do hardcovers. Yeah. To me, it just doesn't seem to be worth it, but I've also never had one fall apart in my hands. Mm. Eh, that's not oh, true. I'd, I'd Akira. Buy... Akira fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> but how many times did you read it? Twice, but it's oh, also, okay. they're like super they're thick, thick and they're really shitty made. I mean, they're like yeah. the cheapest. Yeah, and binding. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's the easily the crappiest book I own, like in terms of its quality. Yeah, yeah I have well, a lot of trades were, that are not very well bound. Those and were usually for the hardcover. Bound, so those were published a long time ago too. So I mean, it well, may they reprinted constantly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They did the Dark Horse for a long time, and they were still. I mean, they were black. You know, the black and white. They don't put them on gray paper. Right. The, the paper cover is kind of cheesy, and then the latest place that's I forget the name of it, but it's not Kedonsha. Dark Horse. Okay. Who done sure that place? Like they didn't. I think they actually somehow made it worse hmm. because, like on my, on the the newer ones, not the dark horse, but the newer ones, the covers curl <laughs> without you reading it. <laughs> I bought three books at the same time. I put two of them on my shelf. I was reading one. I look over the one on the shelf. The the cover has curled. So I take it out. I put it on the bottom. I put the other one on. And keep keep in mind these things are like two inches right. thick, right? So I put the other one on top, I go back, I'm reading the next thing, and the next day I come in, the fucking cover's curling on the other one. I pull out Is my dark... Is your house really steamy? No! I couldn't believe it. It's, it's not like I'm leaving them in the bathroom overnight or anything. It's just my office. It's, yeah, it's like nothing else in there is damp. It's not like I'm in there like heavy breathing all day long or something. Anyway, no, it makes no sense. You're not piping the dryer vent. No, and it's like I've got all my other comics are in there, all my other books. Nothing's curling, and everything's fine. But Akira, you know, it looks like one of those things like somebody's trying to make something out of it. Like it's just a curled mess. And then I pull my dark horse out to see if they did it. They don't. So it's just whatever cheap crap. Uh, Amazon had the 20th anniversary or 50th anniversary, whatever it was. On uh, they did they did like a boxed set. Hardcover bound. They did the whole series. Plus, they had like the art of Akira, where a bunch of other artists did Akira type art, and it was like a hundred bucks. Mm. I kind of almost bought it because, like, just to get rid of the crappy ones or yeah. tournament yeah. coloring books or something. I was like, eh, it's kind of worth it, but I didn't. Um, it went out before I got it. But Akira is the only thing that I'm like nerdy about. Actually, the only thing I have bagged and boarded accessibly that's not just hidden in a box in the in the back room. Is I am collecting the color Akira books. Oh, the ones that Epic put out? Yeah, like the Epic color books. Those are hard to find. Those are very hard to find. I get like a couple at each con. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, 
think I'm a little more than a third of the way there. I'm well, don't the to trades half. have sections that are colored in them? Like, there's, like, in each yeah. trade, there's, like, a section. Not there colored. was, yeah. I think there is. Well, okay. The dark horse ones. There's the big, fat, black, and white ones. Yeah. Those don't have any color in them. Okay. They did make another slightly, it was, like, a different one that was not quite the full, thick, six-volume version, but there was one that was, like, double that. That had, like, one or two pages that were colored. And then the rest was black and white. And then there was the... Ep- I think Epic did two versions. One was, like, essentially single issues, but they were a little bigger than that. Uh, pretty it was format, yeah. 38 issues. Yeah, 38 issues. And then they did another one where it was, like... There were, like, small trades. Uh, okay. Those were all in color as well. Hmm. Um, I started on those, and then I figured those were actually even harder to find. Yeah, oh yeah, I don't think that was after. I have a handful of those, and I'm like, this isn't... I didn't know those existed, so they gotta be pretty hard. They're they're pretty great. I'm sure you could find them on, like, one of the two comic book sites, but they'd be expensive, I'm sure. Oh, they are. And actually, I made a huge mistake. I was at, I think it was San Diego, but maybe not. And, no, it was in New York. And somebody had the full set missing, like, one issue... It's an issue I have, and they had it like marked down. It was like maybe a hundred and seventy-five bucks. It was actually a pretty good deal for, the, it, yeah. for the whole thing. And at the time, I was like, "Well," eh. and it, it, I left because I was like, "You know what it is? I kind of like each con finding a couple, like trying to find a couple, and trying to negotiate hunt. a good deal. And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it kind of extends the fun. And then I got <laughs> home, and I was like, except that I just can't sit down and read <laughs> right. because they're all choppy. Yeah, and then I was like, I should just bought the whole thing. Because <laughs> I, I haven't been able to find it for that price since. It's easily 230 bucks each time I look. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Stupid story. Moving yeah, good on. Good story. I think we're done. Way to really yeah. wind it down. Hey, yeah. perfect. Drive it off a cliff. I'm done. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be here in a couple weeks, but Matt probably won't be. But hey, it's you never good to have you. Well, two it's weeks. Possible. What is that, Christmas? Day after. Yep, yeah, we'll do it. Oh, day after.